was impressive. And welcome back to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't want it. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves, and the other, well, that's where that their reluctancy is. We are your hosts. I am Zach, and joining me as always is my co-host. He doesn't let his wife pick any of the children's names ever. <laughs> it's Scotty Westside. No, she is not allowed any of the names. <laughs> she has no say in the matter. In fact, she barely says anything at all, yeah. if we're being honest. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty good. I had no idea what you were bringing, what you were ready and had planned for tonight. Uh, but that's a pretty good one. That's hey, it funny. has to happen every now and then where I actually come prepared a little bit. Yeah, that is shocking. Um, hey, wait a spoiler right out of the gate that we're doing the epilogue, by the way. <laughs> that means we're finishing, finishing this damn thing up here today. Hey, uh, here's a PSA to our listeners. If you didn't know, now you know. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> How the fuck are you doing, man? Uh, I am doing. I am doing okay. I, I'm doing well. I am a little tired. It was a long ass weekend. Yeah, Black Friday uh, for you guys. Yes, very busy. I only read these chapters like four days ago, but it feels like an eternity ago. Uh, it's it's just. <laughs> It's just been a long ass week of work, I tell you what, man. <laughs> um, but I'm good. I'm I am excited uh to to chat with you, buddy, as always. Oh we have such a good time. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I don't know about what that. What is that face? <laughs> Zach just gave me a face like, oh, actually, I fucking hate you and don't ever want to see you, so Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think um I think we just tell everybody that we're breaking up after this episode. Yeah, yeah, this is... Uh, I, I get to keep the kids because I named them all. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Zach gets nothing. <laughs> he didn't get to name them, and I get to keep them. So Yeah, this that's is, a joke. This is We're not breaking up. Our last... No, this is our last ride, for sure. We're, He's I, my bosom buddy for, for <sighs> now and ever. <laughs> not butt buddies, but bosom buddies. But it's the same thing, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, we're all... We're both. Little column A, little column B. How was your um, week, Bout? Fuck. Uh, it was good. Um, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, yeah? Yeah. Mm. It was good. Uh, I went to a show yesterday. It's the first show I've been to in a long-ass time. Yeah, we couldn't record because you went to your goddamn show. I know you went to a show. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if any of our listeners would listen to the band Hot Mulligan, but they fuck. Uh, got to see I like that name. Hot Mulligan's yeah. pretty funny. It's, um, I think actually on Urban Dictionary it means something gross as fuck. Oh, I'm sure it probably I, does. It I sounds it, like it would. I think actually Are you it th- means like stuffing... Uh, I don't... Do we even... You shouldn't even... Don't look it up. I is shouldn't. it similar to a hot toddy? I don't know what that is either. Well, no, I'm just saying like... Isn't a hot toddy just a drink? I 
probably is too. Listen, they're all everything. I thought a hot toddy was basically like shitting on someone during the act. No, this is like a joke. This is not like a weird kink. I mean, fuck, this could be a weird kink. That's what I'm saying. That's what I thought you were talking about. Uh, I I think, I think a hot mulligan is stuffing a um a baked potato in somebody's butthole. Like oh. it's a joke. It's fake. I as hope. Jo- I hope it's fake. <laughs> just as a prank, just shoving a baked hey, potato. Hey, gotcha. Your friends have- I got you, you son of a bitch. Back in but, my day, we just like gave people wedgies, but now we're just shoving entire baked potatoes up their assholes, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm good, though, man. I The show was fucking killer. Uh, work has been insanely busy. Uh, this is the time of the year that it's kind of crazy. Uh, today starts like an almost two-week stretch of me working straight because uh, it's like the last week of... A very important time of the year for what I do, um, but otherwise, man, I'm I'm doing I'm doing really good. Uh, I'm also yeah, it's it's a busy sales time. Big discounts over there. It's forsexytimes.com, right? <laughs> org. Right. Yeah. Just in case anybody wanted to know what I do for a living, I run uh, forsexytimes.org and also rubber rocket uh, rubber rockets.org. Yeah, yeah, they're sister sites. Uh, little little known sister sites. They're stepsisters. Sure. <laughs> God damn it. Oh boy. Man, uh I'm feeling some type of way. Scotty. Uh, what kind of way are you feeling, Zachary? Um a little little nostalgic, a little sad, a little melancholy, melancholy. Melancholy? Yeah. Uh if you add horny to that list, then yes, oh. all of the above. Okay, excellent. I always add horny to that list. <laughs> um any list you got, I will add horny to it. <laughs> Good. That's that's how I know I can keep you around and uh-huh. all of our kids who I didn't yeah, yeah. name. Yeah. You didn't um, give names. It is kind of like the podcast because you usually you choose the names. That's not true. I give you a You're like, "Hey, here are your options, bitch." Here are your options and you can pick <laughs> and you always pick one and sometimes I don't agree with it, but I usually I usually let you keep your you're babies. such a bitch. You don't let me. Don't say it like that. Nah, I let you. I'm nice about it. I'm real nice about it. I'm like, oh, fine. He can have something, I guess. Fuck, man. Uh, we have... But yes, what is, what is the type of way that you're feeling? I'm just feeling... I'm just feeling a little sad, excited, happy, horny. Well, this isn't the end of the journey. I know. Zachary. This know. is... Death is just but another path that we must walk, you know? Are you trying to pull a Dumbledore? I think that's actually Lord of the Rings. I know, I think I think actually Gandalf says that. I think I'm crossing my streams a little bit here. Ayo. Because we're doing the the Lord of the Rings ones, and I think I'm pretty sure Gandalf says that in Return of the King. And I thought it was Dumbledore and Harry Potter, but yeah, no, it's definitely Gandalf. Death is but the next great adventure to the well, to the well-organized mind. Death is but the next great adventure. Does he say that? He says it back in, I think, book one. Okay, sure. Yeah. Fair enough. That yeah. was a long ass time ago. I definitely don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, but no, we are finishing this book, the last book, but there is certainly more Harry Potter to come. Um, yeah, there is. I would say we, I would say we have 
at least several. I would say two to three for sure concrete plans on episodes, Harry Potter themed episodes after this. Uh, and then down the line, who knows what, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, the end of one thing, but the beginning of so much more, one might say, I don't know what I'm saying. You think now's a good time to tell him what, what we're doing, uh, after the wheel of time? Hmm. I did not. So FYI, Scott and I have not talked about this, so I am coming at scott right now and if he says no if he says no you all have him to be upset with i mean i could just cut all this out no no (laughs) that's that's not allowed oh shit not allowed um we can't we uh, no not yet like i said (laughs) we still we still have several episodes of harry potter content in in the chamber Mm -hmm. we can tell him then Okay. All right. Well, listeners, uh, I love you all, but your fucking dad over here won't let me. The one, the one who decides all the names and decides everything. (laughs) (laughs) I make all the decisions, Zachary. Yeah. Um. So we have a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we are still working on our Wheel of Time series. Uh, as we follow along the uh show, the Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. Uh, neither Scott or I have read the books or really ventured into this world or fantasy or fiction ever. So we're kind of going in blind and uh, letting you guys join us on that journey. And uh, so far, we're we're liking it quite a bit. Um, quite a bit. Yeah, I I was a little hesitant, but yeah, we're 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 liking it quite a bit. Um, so yeah, go give that a listen if you haven't already. Watch watch episodes five and six, which I think will be up by the time this episode airs. We like absolutely hate. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That would <laughs> that would suck. I mean, hey, dude, it could happen. But the it best thing happen. about it is like we're not in anybody's payroll. Like if they suck, True. they're gonna get lit the fuck up by us. Hell yeah! So. Hell yeah! As of this moment, when we are recording this, we have just watched episode four, and it was the best episode. So oh yeah. For now, Wheel of Time is a okay. You know. Right. And I, I feel like we haven't actually said this much, but uh, I'm going to keep pushing the self-promo envelope here. Of uh, course. <laughs> if, if you guys are curious or, or wanting another fantasy show, I mean, if you're listening to this, it's because you like Harry Potter. Um, you know, so you're, Or my you're, sultry voice. Mm, about that. Uh... So we can only assume that you're into fantasy um, and cool-ass fucking magic shit. Mm. So if you want that and you're interested in a new series and maybe you don't want to dive into 14 books before you know if it's good or not, <laughs> go watch the Amazon show because so far it has been, it has been good. So. Uh, and and while you're there, follow along with us on the podcast. Yeah, forget that's the kind of the crucial part you almost forgot. There, yeah, bud. yeah, 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 yeah. About that. Um, yeah. So we're doing that. We also have some Lord of the Rings episodes that will be coming up very soon. Probably out. I don't fucking know when we're releasing these things, but we're yeah. sitting on them. We've been talking about them for at least a month. <laughs> for fucking months now. Dude. Yeah. Our listeners, I think they know that we're full of shit Oh, now. they hate us, almost yeah. assuredly. Um, 
And that's those are the two things that I uh, am allowed to discuss with you all. So uh, hopefully that's you right. Guys are and doing don't all you that. forget it. Um, in other news, though, we have received a package. Uh, that swag go- time. Swag time. It's fucking. Uh, we don't want to swag. Um. So we have been sent a package by Cat, who supplied us with some shirts that we asked for a while back. And I'm a little... Oh, by the way, Cat, uh, just a friendly heads up. We opened these fucking boxes off camera because we knew this was going to be some goddamn horse shit. Yeah, she kind of tipped her hand a little bit too much when she texted us and was like, oh, I really outdid myself with the wrapping this time. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my lord. What is that? Oh my lord. Uh, this is from Friend of the Pod, Cat. She sent us some amazing stuff before. What the hell? Oh my Dude. god. Holy shit. I, I knew talked about a hat design before but i could not for the life of me remember what we had said it was and i am just i don't even know how to respond to seeing this this is pretty fucking incredible oh my god so for those who don't remember like i did not we uh we apparently at some point discussed uh having a hat that said strap me on daddy <laughs> with a ball uh, gag on it with a ball gag on it and cat did indeed recreate that in the most disturbing way possible uh this is so detailed um and it does indeed say strap me on daddy uh there is a horn I think I think we said something about a unicorn horn. There must have been something about a unicorn horn because there is also a unicorn horn that I assume we're supposed to attach somehow. I really wish I could remember the specifics of what we talked about. Uh but holy shit, cat, you have outdone yourself. This is amazing. Um So we have a note here. We have a letter from or I have it. I don't know if if you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh it says you have one also? Yeah. I wonder I'm if she wrote... they're the same. I, I'm assuming they're the same, but also it's handwritten, so... Yeah, also, I, I... what the hell, cat? <laughs> yeah. Do you fucking like us or something? Ew, we <laughs> suck. Don't like us. Yeah, don't what? Don't. <laughs> uh, so it says, hi there. Uh, so I tried literally everything I could think of to add this damned horn to the image, but no matter how I positioned it or changed the horn uh, image, it always came out looking like shit. Then I had the bright idea to add the actual horn to the hat itself, but again, it did look kind of bad, so the horn is included in the box. (laughs) Do with it what you will. Use it to, quote-unquote, horn fight each other. I don't know. Ha ha She knows us too well. (laughs) She knows we want to, quote-unquote, horn fight all the time. Anyway, enjoy the hat, and I want to see pictures of you wearing it. Uh, I'll get down in a speedo and uh, take some sexy pictures wearing a strap me on daddy hat. Uh, uh, yes, available on our OnlyFans on the We Don't Want OnlyFans. 
no 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 do not even put that out into the world i hate you um talk to you soon p.s never doing hats again they're a pain in the ass and not the good kind oh hey oh is that what your letter said jokes that's so great is that what your letter said yes that is what my letter said uh cat these are hilarious they are amazing this is this is definitely going up like on a on a display somewhere because it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's a sick trucker hat too. I I believe I mentioned that it needed to be like a sick trucker hat. Um, and she did not disappoint the mesh back and everything. Holy shit, good stuff, cat. Thank you again so much. You are too kind to us. We definitely do not deserve it. <laughs> um. Now, before, oh, also, if you guys want to see some dumb pictures of us wearing these hats, uh, hit us up on Twitter and on Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod, and you guys can check them out and see how hilarious these are. Uh, Scott, I have one last thing for you, just a compliment, actually. Okay. Um, just before we started recording, uh, I got a message from our family from my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law. And Amanda's mom said, Dudes, I love that Scott knows Kung Pao. And then Heather, my sister-in-law, said, Fuck yeah, Scott definitely gained major cool points for that. So good on you, Scott. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. How can I not know Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, the most amazingly terrible movie of all time. It's so funny. Uh, that's good stuff. We we had better jump in here, Zachary, because <laughs> much like last week, there is going to be quite a lot to get to. Um, we, are, of course, are picking up at chapter 34 and going through the end of the book through the epilogue and all. Right. Now, we get, we get lots of uh, messages of people preferring longer episodes. So I don't want to hear anybody bitching about any of this shit. You fucking asked for it, so <laughs> you always <laughs> say that, but I don't think anyone is buying your bullshit, Zach. Like I'm being serious. Mm, I definitely right. am being serious. All right. I, every time we've put up like uh, a two two hour plus episode, people say thank you and like fuck yeah, more more long episodes. Yes, but they haven't seen the monstrosity <laughs> that Fair is enough. airing uh, in this time frame last week, uh, where of course we went through the Snape chapters. But uh, yes, anyway, so that is where we had left off. Of course, was uh, our final pensive scene where Harry went through. Uh, a sizable chunk of Snape's life, and we got uh, all the amazing kind of context and clarification there. Um, where I had, I was right about many things, but had also missed so many obvious things as well. So it was, it was a very good time. And that's where we pick up, of course, at the beginning of chapter 34, Harry is just kind of laying on the ground in Dumble's office, uh, contemplating death basically because now he knows yeah now he knows that he basically just has to go face his death be this sacrificial lamb in order to destroy this uh piece of Voldy's soul that is hanging on to him um he thinks about how his will to live had always been stronger than his fear of death um but now basically he just he, he he has to suppress that will to live 
and just summon the courage and face his basically death head on. Just walk into the forest to his death. Right. I do have a line I'd like to read if you don't have notes. Sure, hit me, baby. Uh, some of the writing and the the imagery in in this chapter, while he's contemplating all of this and making his walk down to the forest, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is this line he says, uh, or it says, he felt his heart pounding fiercely in his chest. How strange that in his dread of death, it pumped all the harder valiantly keeping him alive mm. but it would have to stop and soon its beats were numbered how many would there be time for as he rose and walked through the castle for the last time out into the grounds and into the forest it's just like it, like th- those types of contemplations are fucking so heartfelt pun intended yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty like <laughs> it's very like like emo, but also he has very good reason to be having yeah, these thoughts dude. right now. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, it is good stuff. Um, so he's thinking here that uh, Dumbledore's betrayal was almost nothing. Of course, there had been a bigger plan. Harry had simply been too foolish to see it. He realized that now. He had never questioned his own assumption that Dumbledore wanted him alive. Now he saw that his lifespan had always been determined by how long it took to eliminate all the Horcruxes. Dumbledore, Yeah, fuck. (laughs) Dumbledore had passed the job of destroying them to him, and obediently he had continued to chip away at the bonds, tying not only Voldemort but himself to life. Jesus. God damn. (laughs) How neat, how elegant not to waste any more lives but to give the dangerous task to the boy who had already been marked for slaughter and whose death would not be a calamity but another blow against Voldemort. And Dumbledore had known that Harry would not duck out, that he would keep going to the end even though it was his end because he had taken trouble to get to know him, hadn't he? Dumbledore knew, as Voldemort knew, that Harry would not let anyone else die for him now that he had discovered it was in his power to stop it. So, shit, this is, like, some heavy-ass shit because basically, like, Harry's not even mad at Dumbledore. He's almost just kind of admiring yeah. the the sheer calculus of it all. Just He's like, just like, you son of a bitch. You clever son of a gun, you. You got me. You got me, Dumbledore. Yep. He's like, yeah, definitely. I definitely would have fucking done this. I definitely. Yep. All right. Yeah. You fucking got me. It's like when someone pulls off a really good prank or like burn on you and you just have no choice to just be like, all right, that was pretty good. Pretty good. That was That's, well played. That is good. Well I played. was going to relate it to like playing board games with you and then you bust out this fucking like <laughs> massive strategy unfold and it's like uh, well fuck all right yeah well okay, i hate I you but also goddamn yeah, yeah exactly well done uh he also then has the thought here he thinks dumble elver estimated him though because the snake still remains he's like oh well Sorry, Dumble, you 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 did overestimate me a little bit because I'm not going to be able to get the snake taken care of. He thinks to himself that someone else, perhaps Ron or Hermione, will have to take care of that after he was gone. Ah, who's going to take care of it? I don't know. He also decides here that he's not going to say goodbye to them. It would be not only very difficult, but also a waste of valuable time. 
uh, we get to mention a couple times uh, in these last couple chapters, which I appreciated about the watch uh, that Molly gave him on his 17th birthday. And yes. I, you know, I fucking adored that scene. And it was maybe one of the most emotional moments in this whole book. And so I just had to call that out. Yeah, dude. Fucking ouch. Yeah, that fucking scene when Molly gave him that watch. Holy shit. Uh, Harry is leaving the castle under the cloak when he sees Neville and Oliver Wood. Oliver Wood popping up here out of nowhere. Haven't seen him in a hot minute. Uh, they are can- carrying Colin Creevy's body. Creepy Creevy did not make it. He snuck back even though he was underage. And uh, he's dead. Sucks. Um, Fucking goddamn. Mr. Colin Creevy. So here's where Harry decides that he he's he needs to tell someone else. He has the thought that Dumbledore had died knowing that three people still knew about the Horcruxes. Now Neville would take Harry's place. There would still be three in the secret. Just in case. So he's talking to Neville here. He basically pulls off the cloak. He, he gets Neville alone. He pulls off the cloak and he's talking to Neville and he tells him, just in case they're busy and you get the chance. Kill the snake, says Neville. Kill the snake, Harry repeated. All right, Harry. You're okay, are you? I'm fine. Thanks, Neville. But Neville seized his wrist as Harry made to move on. We're all going to keep fighting, Harry. You know that. Dude. I fucking love Neville so much, dude. Dude, yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Neville's so good. Yeah, I... The suffocating feeling extinguished the end of the sentence. He could not go on. Neville did not seem to find it strange. He patted Harry on the shoulder, released him, and walked away to look for more bodies. Uh, Dude. Fucking Christ, Neville. Jesus uh, the dude's out here doing a grim-ass job carrying bodies inside the castle of his friends and, you know, colleagues, and, like, he's just so good. He just takes this news, like, yeah, man, I'll, yeah, I'll kill the snake if that's what you want, pal, but, hey, we're here for you, buddy. We're gonna keep fighting. You know that. It's yeah, so dude. good. I fucking love Devil. Then smacks him on the ass and is like, good hustle. Yeah, it's like, go get him, Tiger. Um, He also sees, uh, as Harry is leaving the grounds here, Ginny comforting a wounded girl. Uh, He really wants to call out to her. Uh, He keeps having this thought that he basically, he wants someone to stop him. Uh, But he knows he can't, and he continues on. So he gets to the edge of the forest, uh, and this is where he has the revelation that the close is apparently the close of his life. Right. Eh, it's okay. This revelation didn't really do it for me, but it's I fine. don't I don't think it's the revelation. I think it's the scene with with Sure. That I legitimately in my last read through, I I definitely shed some tears during that, that conversation. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. I you know, oh, I have dude, the mixed stuff. mixed feelings to hatred towards some of these characters, so it probably doesn't hit me as hard. Uh, he says, uh, he whispers, I'm about to die to the snitch. It opens, and there, sure enough, is the ring. 
he says it didn't matter about bringing them back for he was about to join them. He was this is this was a good line. He says he was not really fetching them. They were fetching him. Oh, so he fucking stinger. <laughs> yeah. So this, of course, is the resurrection stone. The the Horcrux that is in this book for about thirty seconds, uh, <laughs> or not the Horcrux? Sorry, the Hallow. <laughs> right. Uh, James, Lily, Lupin, and Sirius come back here. They are neither flesh nor spirit. Um, there he he says they remind him most of like the memory of Tom Riddle from the diary. Uh, his parents tell him he's been so brave and that he's nearly there. And they're so proud. Uh, he asks if it will hurt. And Sirius says, not at all. Quicker and easier than falling asleep. I, I love the description of, does it hurt? Yeah. The, it childish, the childish question had fallen from Harry's lips before he could stop it. It's like, dude, th- he's like, you're a fucking 17-year-old kid. Like, just, I don't know, man. It, like, I mean, he's still a kid. I mean, he is. He's, he's just a kid. And it's it's tough. This this scene is tough. Uh, he says, I didn't want to die. Uh, or no, sorry. I didn't want you to die, Harry said. Any of you, I'm sorry. He addressed Lupin more than any of them, beseeching him. Right after you'd had your son, Remus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry too, said Lupin. Sorry I will never know him. But he will know why I died, and I hope he will understand. I was trying to make a world in which he could live a happier life. And I'm just like, why don't you just say my words exactly that I've been saying this entire goddamn book loop and fuck shit. Yeah, it's so heavy, dude. (sighs) He asks if they'll stay with him and they say to the very end, kind of actually no to if we're getting technical here but at least they tell him they'll stay with him to the very end uh no one but harry will be able to see them because they're part of him uh they also kind of act as patronuses they keep the dementors away because the forest is like full of dementors he sees yaxley and dolhov and this is where i'm like i guess lupin just straight up lost his duel with dolhov because that's when uh, Tonks ran off to find him because he was dueling with Dolohov. And I'm guessing that must be how Lupin died. That sucks. Right. Uh, they think Potter is not coming. Wait, this hold on. Yax- it was Yaxley and Dolohov? Who? What? That's who he saw in the forest? Yes. So Yaxley actually put an imperious curse. <laughs> Somehow, somehow I didn't think, I thought this like was more like, like intense and sensitive, like chapter material for you. I somehow put it past you. I was like, he won't do it. He won't do it here. This is like, we're too much into like the feels here. He's not going to do it. Bitch. Yeah. And Zach is like, fucking watch me, bitch. (laughs) You goddamn idiot. Yeah. Uh, Yaxley Dolohov, they think Potter is not coming, and they head back to Voldy, and Harry follows. They get to this uh, hollow where old Aragog lived, uh, and all the f- all the fuckers are here. Uh, all of the Death Eaters. Uh, 
Fucking Fenrir's here. Trelawney confirmed did not kill Fenrir. I'm real upset about that. That fucker. <laughs> right. Uh, Lucius again just does not want to be here. This guy just looks so uncomfortable all the time anytime he's described. Uh, the time is up and Voldy is basically just like, I thought he would come. Uh, I'm... Eddie Kai Voldy is about to admit, like, seems I was mistaken. And... Barry jumps out of his his cloak here and yells, you weren't, you weren't. And I'm like, oi, Barry, where's your cool action guy quips like last time? You can yeah, do better just than you that. you weren't. You weren't. You can do so much better than that, Barry. Come on. So after Voldemort says, I thought he would come, mm-hmm. Harry or Barry should have said, well, joke's on you. I'm coming right now. Yes. As yes. he decides to ejaculate over this fucking hollow. Just just spread his seed everywhere in this forest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been the cool thing to do. But this isn't Barry. This is just Harry because he just comes. Voldy, for maybe the first time in his life, is admitting that he was mistaken. And Harry's the coolest thing he can think of to say is to say, No, you were right. You were right, Voldy. I am here. <laughs> God damn it, Harry. Uh, Also, he drops the resurrection stone because his fingers are numb and his family disappears. I thought this was kind of weird and lame. I thought it could have been real emotional and cool if they were, in fact, with him to the very end. Uh, But there's a whole part here that they're absolutely not with him. So, you know, whatever. Um, Uh Hagrid is tied to a tree. Oh, this is and he yells Harry no before they gag him. Uh, Voldy looks very kind of curiously at Harry. He's just like Harry Potter, the boy who lived. Uh, He kind of is. It seems like he's just like a little bit surprised that Harry is just kind of facing his death this way. Harry thinks of Ginny at the very end sees a flash of green light and then everything was gone and I'm like don't worry I'm sure a falling leaf from the trees will get in the way and block this killing curse it's fine (laughs) it's totally fine (laughs) okay so that's the end of that chapter so what we're about to go into is simultaneously one of my favorite chapters Mm-hmm. And also one of my least favorite chapters at the same time. Okay. I kind of feel like I feel what you're saying. So I feel like the more I thought about this chapter after the fact, like when I was reading it, I was like, oh, this is some good stuff. But after the fact, I think I started to turn on it a little bit. Well, I think I, I know you and I like you and I personally have talked about this a lot when it comes to, I mean, any... Fiction in general? Right, yeah. Uh, and I know we've talked about it on the show a couple times, but there, there is something just off when it comes to an explanation on process, right? On how. Yeah. And... it's It's a little too much explanation here. Well... There's some explanation that I love, and that's the parts of it that I that I think make this one of my favorite chapters. 
but then there's some of it that's like it's the parts where you, that actually make you go through and like think out the process and be like okay so how okay so how did the wand okay so how is harry okay so how like the the, the information that gives you enough to actually start questioning things that may not add up if that info just was not present sure uh that that definitely kind of like dampens this chapter for me but still in a whole i love it for what it is yeah i i kind of feel like it was just not all of it but a lot of it is like we already knew this and we're just getting like full further exploration and clarification from Dumbledore right. himself and it's like this is kind of really unnecessary i love Dumbledore, but all this is just information we knew already why are we rehashing this right and and some of it's very good but a lot of it i was just kind of like do we really need to go through all of this all over again right but well you know as usual, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I, I just I, I had to make sure that I got a chance to say that because sure. I, I don't I mean everybody knows I overall love this series. Yeah, definitely. Almost to a fault. Yeah. But uh I, I wanted people to know that this is coming from me and it's not your shitty perspective because oh, your perspective wow. sucks, right? Thanks, buddy. Wow. Yeah. Um so yeah, what's interesting is I think I probably have the most notes from this chapter of of these chapters here. But I think for sure definitely the following chapter was Well, you know what's interesting? This might be my least favorite chapter of the of the three true chapters, not including the epilogue. That's um, your favorite one, right? The epilogue is Yes, your the epilogue is definitely my favorite. <laughs> uh why don't we jump in here? Okay. Uh, naked Harry wakes up in some sort of afterlife, question mark, purgatory, question mark. Uh, he hears something flapping and flailing and struggling, and then he wishes he had clothes and they appear. He wonders if he's in some sort of, like, super room of requirement. Um, so he spots the things that's making all this racket. It had the form of a small naked child curled on the ground, its skin raw and rough, flayed-looking. It's a Bolton. It lay shuddering under a seat where it had been left unwanted, stuffed out of sight, struggling for breath. He was afraid of it. This thing's gross. I would be afraid of it, too. Yeah, I like the description of it quite a bit. It's real gross. I don't, I'm kind of uncomfortable with it just being no, a small like naked it's, child. It's, uh, it's good, like... Imagery. Yes. Sure. Uh, Dumble appears behind him and tells him you cannot help it. Uh, and this is where I was like, ah, wait, is this the piece of Voldy's soul that like just got killed along with Harry? Doesn't seem like that's exactly the case, but sort of. I, I think that that's what we're to believe. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's how I understand that. Uh, Dumble says, Harry, you wonderful boy, you brave, brave man. Let's take a walk. Uh, but you're dead, said Harry. Oh, yes, said Dumbledore matter-of-factly. Then I'm dead, too. Ah, said Dumbledore, smiling still more broadly. That is the question, isn't it? On the whole, dear boy, I think not. This is, <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? Well, actually, you won't know what this reminded me of because you still haven't watched The Princess Bride, you sack of shit. 
there's an amazing line from the the old a wizard dude who the name of that actor is escaping me and I hate myself. But he says, ah, it turns out your friend here is only mostly dead. <laughs> okay. And that's what this reminded me of. He's on the whole, dear boy. Uh, I think not. So Dumble's basically saying, ah, you're only mostly dead, not on the whole. Go watch The Princess Bride. It's the best movie of all time. Okay. So uh, Harry's like, not? Not, said Dumbledore. But... I should have died. I did defend myself. I mean, I let him kill me. And that, said Dumbledore, will I think have made all the difference. Happiness seemed to radiate from Dumbledore like light, like fire. Harry had never seen the man so utterly, so palpably content. Good description again. Death will do that too, yeah. You know, you're just you're just chilling. Yeah. Chilling, dude. having a good time. He's he's content. Harry asks Dumble to explain, but in his usual goddamn way, he tells Harry, Ah, you already know. You know. You, why don't you tell me? Why don't you tell me what you think the answer is? And then I'll just kind of be like, ah. God damn it, Dumble. <laughs> so, th- so that's one of the reasons why I love this, is because I love that, just that character, that style of like dialogue yeah. is, is so entertaining to me. He's just, he can't make anything straightforward. It's literally against his nature. Uh, he he was programmed in the robot factory to never give a straight answer to anyone about anything. So Harry let Voldy kill him. So the part of his soul that was in him is completely gone. Dumble says Harry's soul is whole and completely his own now. Uh, Harry asks what the thing is, the thing that's still banging around and making a racket. And he just replies something that is beyond either of our help. I kind of get more the feeling that this thing just represents Voldy's soul as like a whole. Not necessarily this one specific piece that died along with Harry, just like his whole being. Like he's just kind of beyond redemption. But I could be wrong. I could be reading that wrong. Um, I mean, that That is an interesting take. I, that's That's not how I've ever understood it, but I mean, I guess that's... Fair Open enough. For interpret- I, I don't know that that's going to make a massive difference on... Sure. It doesn't make a massive difference either way, and you've read this more times than I have, so you're probably right. Um, Harry, Hold on. Can we take a second? <laughs> I, listen, I said it doesn't matter either way, so I'm not giving you too much credit here, pal. No, but there was, some, there was something you said that sounded like you're probably right. I, I believe I said you might be right. No, you said you're probably mm, right. You're probably right. Tender foot. He's got the heart of a champion. <laughs> Fucking heart of a champ. Uh, Harry asks how he can be alive if Voldy used the killing curse. And I'm like, easy, bro. There was fog in the forest. That stopped that killing curse. Easy peasy. <laughs> You are the worst human being ever. I will never let that go. I will never let that go. Uh, So then Harry finally, you know, Dumble's like, "Mm, how could you? You know, he's doing his usual bullshit. And Harry finally understands. He took my blood, said Harry. Precisely, said Dumbledore. He took your blood and rebuilt his living body with it. Your blood in his veins, Harry. Lily's protection inside both of you. He tethered you to life while he 
lives. I live while he lives, but I thought I thought it was the other way around. I thought we both had to die. Or is it the same thing? What is life? What is death? Right. Time is space, man. <sighs> exactly. Time is a flat circle. Um, Time is a flat circle. This thing is still thumping and being whimpering gross. and being gross. And Harry's <laughs> again, is just like, are, are you sure we can't do anything for that fucking thing? <laughs> And Dumble says there is no help possible. Then explain more, said Harry. And Dumbledore smiled. You were the seventh Horcrux, Harry. The Horcrux he never meant to make. I believe I accidentally called him the eighth Horcrux at one point um, because I forgot he has seven pieces of soul, but only six. Horcruxes, only six Horcruxes, right? Yeah. Um. He had rendered his soul so unstable that it broke apart when he committed those acts of unspeakable evil, the murder of your parents, the attempted killing of a child. But what escaped from that room was even less than he knew. He left more than his body behind. He left part of himself attached to you, the would-be victim who had survived. And his knowledge remained woefully incomplete, Harry. That which Voldemort does not value, he takes no trouble to comprehend. Of house elves and children tales of love, loyalty, innocence, Voldemort knows and understands nothing, nothing. That they all have a power beyond his own, a power beyond the reach of any magic, is a truth he has never grasped. So we've talked about this many times, like Voldy's fucking arrogance of how he is, is he just looks above these things. He right. doesn't mm-hmm. even consider them. Pays them no he, mind. Right. He's he has the one track fucking mind and only focuses on things that are stupid. <laughs> I see yes. inside your mind and it is stupid. <laughs> I just realized Wait, what's that, that from that Matt, the radar oh, technician. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Matt straight up sucks. <laughs> Haven't had my muffin yet, Matt. <laughs> um He took your blood, believing it would strengthen him. He took into his body a tiny part of the enchantment your mother laid upon you when she died for you. His body keeps her sacrifice alive, and while that enchantment survives, so do you, and so does Voldemort's one last hope for himself. And Harry, at this point, is like, and you knew this, like, all along? And Dumble this, like, sly humble brag motherfucker that he is is just like mm, I guessed but my guesses have usually been pretty good and so then Harry Harry transitions into well why does my wand break Lucius's wand and Dumble says oh I can't be sure and Harry cheeky you- <laughs> cheeky little asshole Barry here is like you just said your guesses have been pretty good have a guess <laughs> Take a guess, my guy. You just got done saying your guesses were good, dude. I I do love that yeah. response, and and some of Harry's just like explain, yeah, explain yeah, yeah. more. Like I yeah. I I like explain that. more. Yeah, Harry's being pretty cheeky now that he's dead, and I am into it. Um, so so then we get this long magical bullshit explanation that basically. Since the wands have a double connection that then became a triple dog dare connection <laughs> because their the wands and Harry's wands absorb some of Voldy's power in the graveyard. And, oh, he was so much more terrified than Harry that night. 
and Harry's wand recognized Voldy as both kin and enemy that night that he chased him and his wand vomited, it said regurgitated, but vomited some of Voldy's own power combined with Harry's courage and was way more powerful than anything Lucius's wand could have ever performed. This whole long magical bullshit explanation is like, whatever. I don't really care. It's fine. This is the part of it that I hate. Yeah. I, I do what I do care about is like why they just got to keep dunking on my boy Lucius. <laughs> like Dumbledore is literally like uh, that Lucius's wand couldn't have ever performed anything like that. And I'm like, yo, come on. Lucius has enough L's at this point. Come on, dude. He was designed to be a punching bad. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. This it, Lucius is literally like the personification of the that Simpsons meme. Like, stop! He's already dead. Um, there. In my head, my head canon is that the whole thing with the wands and like mm-hmm. how Harry just like his wand active of its own accord could have just been the Horcrux inside of him fighting to stay alive because Harry had not given himself to death. Ooh, I like that explanation better. That's it. Call it that, and it's done. That's and that's a much better explanation <laughs> right. than the triple dog dare connection we Dude. got here. Uh, yeah, I that I just summarized in like a couple paragraphs what was probably four or five pages, and I was like, oh boy. Um, so then Harry is like, well, if my wand was so powerful, how come Hermione could break it? And I was like. Um, first of all, you best watch yourself there, boy. That was kind of a backhanded insult to Hermione. (laughs) Um, the correct answer would have been here because she's the biggest badass in the series. But Dumble says, uh, it was only powerful against Voldy. You know, it's like plus five attack against Voldy only. So here Harry says, he killed me with your wand. He failed to kill you with my wand, Dumbledore corrected. I think we can agree that you are not dead. Though, of course, he added as if fearing he had been discourteous, I do not minimize your sufferings, which I am sure were severe. (laughs) It's like he says this and he's like, ah, shit, that was kind of mean. I'm sure you suffered, dude. I'm sure it was bad. I'm sure it was rough, but you're fine. You're not dead. You're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harry asks where they are. I, I lied. Like, You'd love this. Yeah, I figured you would. Dumble's like, I was actually going to ask you that. And of course he was. Harry's like, it looks like King's Cross Station. And Dumble's like, ah, shit, yeah. King's Cross. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. And Harry asks, well, where do you think we are? And Dumble's like, I, I got no clue. This is your party, pal. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> um... Harry asks him about the Hallows, and Dumbledore looks ashamed for the first time since Harry met him. We, I believe we should take some note that when when Dumbledore gives him that cheeky, "My dear boy, I have no idea." This is, uh-huh. as they say, your party. Uh, Harry's kind of emotions written down are: Harry had no idea what this meant. Dumbledore was being infuriating. He glared at him. <laughs> yeah. Then remembered a much more pressing question. And it's like, yeah, my guy, like, 
some of Dumbledore's antics throughout always are kind of like yeah. that. And you just took the long dick of Dumbledore's law, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. This is Dumbledore as we've always known him. He fucking never gives a straight answer. <laughs> so yeah, Dumbledore looks ashamed for the first time since Harry met him since when he asked about the hollow hallows. Uh, I believe the direct quote was like a child caught in doing something wrong. He asks if Harry can forgive him. He says he feared that Harry would fail as he failed and make his mistakes. He says he's known for some time that Harry is a better man than he bullshit. He (laughs) says they were a desperate man's dream. Real and dangerous and a lure for fools, said Dumbledore, and I was such a fool. But you know, don't you, I have no secrets from you anymore. Mm. (laughs) You know. What do I know? said Harry. Master of death, Harry. Master of death. Was I better, ultimately, than Voldemort? Of course you were, said Harry. Of course. How can you ask that? You never killed if you could avoid it. True, true, said Dumbledore like he was a child seeking reassurance. Yet I too sought a way to conquer death, Harry. Not the way he did, said Harry. After all his anger at Dumbledore, how odd it was to sit here beneath the high vaulted ceiling and defend Dumbledore from himself. Hallows not horcruxes, says Harry. Hallows, mumbled Dumbledore, not horcruxes, precisely. So, yeah, Dumbledore's a little ashamed of his obsession with the Hallows. He tells Harry here that the shared obsession of the Hallows brought him and Grendel together. He thinks that the part about, you know, the brothers meeting death is just legend, that more likely the three brothers were just gifted, dangerous wizards that succeeded in creating these powerful items. But they obviously do very much exist. Um... Harry asks him, so you'd given up looking for the Hallows when you saw the cloak? Oh yes, said Dumbledore faintly. It seemed that he forced himself to meet Harry's eyes. You know what happened. You know. You cannot despise me more than I despise myself. I don't despise you. Then you should, said Dumbledore. And here he kind of lays out the story again, which we know most of, but he gives like a little bit extra kind of context for see i i don't think it's it's so much the the filling in spots in the story that i have a problem with i think it's just the actual like explanation of a lot of things like like how things worked like how harry's still alive how the wand thing worked that those are the the things that i'm like come on like let's just i I guess i have I, i definitely have a problem with that like you do and I have a little bit of problem, not like a big problem with this. It's just like, I, I appreciate it in the sense that we're getting kind of firsthand Dumble's emotional state and his reaction to these things happening because we got it secondhand before from Aberforth. Right. But also it was just like, I already knew all this. Like, why are we rehashing this? Like sure. I said, I, I appreciate it on the one hand of getting it direct from the source but also it's just like we already know this right anyway um you know the secret of my sister's ill health what those muggles did what she became you know how my poor father sought revenge paid the price died in azkaban 
You know how my mother gave up her own life to care for Ariana. Uh, I resented it, Harry. Dumbledore stated it baldly, coldly. I was gifted. I was brilliant. I wanted to escape. I wanted to shine. I wanted glory. So this kind of insight more into young Dumbledore's character. This is what I do actually appreciate about this. Sure. Do not misunderstand me, he said. I loved them. I loved my parents. I loved my brother and my sister, but I was selfish, Harry. More selfish than you, who are a remarkably selfless person, could possibly imagine. So that when my mother died, I was left the responsibility of a damaged sister and a wayward brother. I returned to my village in anger and bitterness. Wayward brother seems a little harsh for Aberforth. Aberforth seems like he was kind of all about the family, you know. Yeah, I think I just think that he like doesn't really like care to advance himself, like like to sure he to, was too to, to busy be fucking goats. <laughs> right exactly exactly uh trapped and wasted i thought and then of course he came grendel same yes big same <laughs> you cannot imagine how his ideas caught me harry inflamed me muggles forced his subservience we wizards triumphant grindelwald and i the glorious young leaders of the revolution Oh, I had a few scruples. I assuaged my conscience with empty words. It would all be for the greater good. And any harm done would be repaid a hundredfold in benefits for wizards. Did I know in my heart of hearts what Gellert Grindelwald was? I think I did, but I closed my eyes. If the plans we were making came to fruition, all my dreams would come true. And at the heart of our schemes, the Deathly Hallows... The unbeatable wand, the weapon that would lead us to power, the resurrection stone. To him, though I pretended not to know it, it meant an army even fairy. To me, I confess it meant the return of my parents and the lifting of all responsibility from my shoulders. So he truly did not understand how that fucking resurrection stone worked. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, that... they weren't even sure it truly existed. Until... Sure, fair enough. He says, yeah, they had never had much interest in the cloak, though. Um, only that they needed all three to truly become like, you know, masters of death. Um, and then, you know, what happened reality returned in the form of my rough unlettered and infinitely more and admirable brother. I did not want to hear the truth. He shouted at me. I did not want to hear that. I could not set forth to seek the hallows with a fragile and unstable sister. The argument became a fight. Grindelwald lost control. That which I had always sensed to him though I pretended not to, now sprang into terrible being. And Ariana, after all my mother's care and caution, lay dead upon the floor. Dumbledore gave a little gasp and began to cry in earnest. Uh, he gripped his arm tightly and Dumbledore gradually regained control. Uh, Dumble says he heard rumors uh, about Grendel, like after Grendel, you know, fleed and kind of rose to power. He was offered the post of minister several times, but refused because he could not be trusted with power. Or he believes he couldn't be trusted with power. And Harry is like, dude, you would have been better than Corny Fudge or Rufus. That's for sure. And Dumbledore says, would I? I am not so sure. I had proven as a very young man that power was my weakness and my temptation. It is curious thing, Harry, but those who are best suited to power are those who have never sought it. Those who, like you, have leadership thrust upon them. 
and take up the mantle because they must and find their own surprise if they wear it well. I was safer at Hogwarts, I think. I was a good teacher. Harry says, you were the best. Aww. Except Harry never actually Yeah, like, he, is, he never like taught him. you, buddy. He was headmaster. <laughs> Uh, you know what? He did teach Harry. He taught Harry about life and horcruxes. And death. And, and death and his enemy, Voldemort. And love. He did teach him about love. Taught him about love. Honestly, let's be real. He probably taught Harry more than anyone. He just wasn't directly his teacher. Well, Harry didn't necessarily like try and learn in other classes or anything. <laughs> so like, you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Uh, you are very kind, Harry, but while I busied myself with the training of young wizards, Grindelwald was raising an army. What? Wizards? Did I say wizards? You definitely said wizards. I don't believe you. Check they, it again. Ch- check it again. They say he feared me, and perhaps he did, but less, I think, than I feared him. So he gives us kind of the context here. He he basically, he didn't fear death. He knew him and Grindel were like pretty even. He was probably a little better. Uh, what he did not know for sure was who had struck the killing blow to Ariana. And basically he didn't want to face Grindel because he didn't want to find out. Yeah, there's a, uh, let me add another piece of uh, lore into this. Um, oh boy. So... I have expressed to you how J.K. Rowling has revealed that Dumbledore was a gay man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dumbledore was in love with Grindelwald. Uh, I kind of get that sense. Yeah, and so there's a little bit of that there too. Like, not only afraid of learning the you know who struck the killing blow to Ariana, but also like to fight somebody that you love. You know that, sure. that you are romantically in love with like that that know? makes sense you know that's that's a tough conundrum for sure that that logic and that storyline makes sense yeah it does make me a little sad. like i i fully subscribe to like it doesn't have to outwardly be said like in the book like i mean because things like that don't have to outwardly be said you right know? right but it's, i can I, be I, implied but never sure. stated i i do i do wish it had been said just I mean, obviously, there's mm-hmm. like a representation thing that that can be acknowledged, but also too, just for people who are actually oblivious to that, right? That sure. I feel like that can definitely add a lot to the context. Yeah, no, that's definitely fair. Um, eventually, though, after many had died, he he did go and face Grindel, 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 and Juan. Grindel, Grindel. Uh, Harry did not ask whether Dumbledore had ever found out who struck Ariana dead. He did not want to know, and even less did he want Dumbledore to have to tell him. At last, he knew what Dumbledore would have seen when he looked into the mirror of Erised. Yeah. I totally forgot that was a thing. (laughs) Right. And why Dumbledore had been so understanding of the fascination it had exercised over Harry. Uh, Harry tells him that Grendel lied to Voldy about never having the wand. And Dumble says he hopes that he felt remorse for what he had done. And that was done. That was basically an attempt to make amends. And Harry suggests also, or perhaps to keep him from breaking into your tomb. Um, They changed that in the movie, no? I believe Grendel Grendel basically just straight up told Voldy 
Yeah, it's with him. He he's got it. Ah, uh, I don't remember to be honest. I'm pretty sure they did. You, and you've I, watched I, it more recently than I. I have, did. So. I kind of assumed you were mad at the first movie because of that change. That seems like something you would be mad about. To be honest, I don't know that I've ever acknowledged that. Okay. So fair enough. True fan over here. Zach Alvey. <laughs> yeah. Zachary, true fan confirmed, as usual. <laughs> as per usual. Uh, Harry asks Dumble about trying to use the Resurrection Stone. Um, we got just the littlest of hint of this last time when Dumble was basically telling Severus that he was a fool, that he had basically like a fool's hope, which was a very sad moment. Uh, he should have known it had a curse, but he wanted to see his father, mother, and sister again and to tell them how sorry he was. Uh, this is very sad. Dumble says he was a fool, that he was unfit to unite the Hallows, and was only fit to hold and not boast about the least of them. He was able to tame the Elder Wand because he did not kill with it, and he only took it to protect others from it. He also says he took the cloak out of vain curiosity and it could never have worked for him the way it works for Harry. It's true, owner. Um, so then we get uh, this kind of just sweet little moment here between Dumble and Harry. Dumbledore patted Harry's hand and Harry looked up the looked up at the old man and smiled. He could not help himself. How could he remain angry with Dumbledore now? Why did you have to make it so difficult? <laughs> Dumbledore's smile was tremulous. I am afraid I counted on Miss Granger, hell yeah, to slow you up, Harry. I was afraid your hot head might dominate your good heart. I was scared that if presented outright with the facts about those tempting objects, you might seize the hallows as I did at the wrong time for the wrong reasons. If you laid hands on them, I wanted you to put a to possess them safely. You are the true master of death because the true math master does not seek to run away from death. He accepts that he must die and understands that there are far, far worse things in the living world than dying. And Voldemort never knew about the Hallows? I don't think so because he did not recognize the resurrection stone he turned into a horcrux. But even if he had known about them, I doubt that he would have been interested in any except the first. He would not think that he needed the cloak, and as for the stone, whom would he want to bring back from the dead? He fears the dead. He does not love. Um, and Harry's like, yeah, but you expected him to go after the wand. And it Dumble's like, yeah, I was sure that he would ever since your, your wand beat Voldemort's in the graveyard. Uh, so funny that it's not like, you beat Harry, or you beat Voldemort in the graveyard. It's just your your wand did that. Yeah, your wand, exactly. It wasn't you. It was your wand, my guy. It had triple dog dare, triple dare dog. Whatever I said. She doesn't love you for Power. you. She loves you for your wand. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> True. Uh, Dumble says Voldy was obsessed with the Elder Wand because he thought it would make him truly invincible. Poor and Harry asks, Severus. Yes, Harry asks if you planned your death with Snape. You meant for the Elder Wand to go with him, didn't you? Dumble says yes, that was intention, but unfortunately it didn't work out. And yes, he does say poor Severus. 
you could have given him more than just a poor Severus. That's like the only thing he says about Severus in this whole chapter. And I'm not particularly okay with that. Yeah, but... it would have been cool. I mean, you have to understand that in a in a in a normal paced read, you would have just read an entire chapter of nonstop Severus. True. Like they talk about Grendel for fifty chapters here, or not fifty chapters, fifty pages here, and all we get is a poor Severus that they just... they talk about Grendel for more chapters than are in this book. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's truly a crazy feat. It's I don't know how they managed it. Yeah. Um. So they sit in silence for a moment, and then Harry's like, "I've got to go back, don't I?" And Dumble says, mm, that choice is up to you, buddy. Uh, Harry is, like, surprised that he even has a choice. And Dumble's like, absolutely, positively, buddy. Uh, if we are truly in King's Cross and you choose not to go back, I expect you would just have to board a train. Harry asks where it would take him. On, says Dumble. That's all we get. Harry says Voldy has the Elder Wand, though. And Dumble's like, true, but if you do go back, I think you will be finished for good. He cannot promise it, but he says that Voldy has more fear of returning here than Harry does. Uh, also, I hear his guesses have been pretty good, and he's guessing that Voldy will be finished for good. Right. And then we get maybe my favorite line of the entire book. Uh, is Start with do not. Yes. Okay, yep, I do have it here. Why don't you read it for us, though, bud? I've been talking for a f- for forever here. You've been ch- talking for 50 chapters about Grindel. <laughs> Definitely. Give, uh, us, give us your favorite line of the book. God damn. This might be up there for favorite line of the series, but hey, there's, there's right. several of them. It's um, pretty good. It says, do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living. And above all, those who live without love. By returning, you may ensure that fewer souls are maimed, fewer families are torn apart. If that seems to you a worthy goal, then we say goodbye for the present. That's the part I really like. Oh, my lord. If that seems to you a worthy goal, then we say goodbye for the present. So good. It is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's It's pretty good. so good. You know what's funny? (laughs) So that is what you screenshotted. You yes, it and was. Yes. That, okay. This so, is where your copy paste ended. Yep. Uh, this was where so we've talked about this basically at the end of every Wait book at this a point. Second. Is that why you let me read it? Because you couldn't copy paste it? <laughs> no, actually. <laughs> okay. I, I, I did like this quote enough to where I copied it verbatim, but I could have just had you do it. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, we've talked about it at the end of every book. Uh, Eventually, I get to a point where Kindle's like, nah, uh, uh, you didn't say the magic word, and you can't copy anymore, you son of a bitch. Uh, And largely in part thanks to basically me copying the entirety of chapter, what was that, 33? Mm -hmm. Um, this, This was where I reached the point, a full... Chapter uh, plus epilogue left, and Kindle was like, ah, you're done, fucker. And I, was just, I did text Zach with this screenshot, and I was like, I am so fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, it, uh, we'll, uh, we'll figure out a way to, to get those notes in here at the end. Um, it is a good line. It's good stuff. 
Uh, Harry gets up and he thinks that leaving here will be easier than walking into the forest was. Oh, and, and like, then we well, get my second favorite line of this uh, entire of course. book. <laughs> I was like, no shit, buddy. You're leaving here means you're coming back to life and before was walking to your death. But OK, buddy. Uh, yes, this this is I think I like this line better. Uh, he says, tell me one last thing. Is this real or has it been happening inside my head? In your head, in your head, zombie, zombie, zombie. Harry's a zombie. Um, and furry, and furry. Fuck off with that. <laughs> that was the worst. You just, you just fucking spat on what's her name's grave. I can't remember her name. It's uh, Evanescence, right? No, the cranberries, you dick. Oh yeah, I don't she like. Died not I don't. Too long ago. She died. Who was that? Yeah, the lead singer. Oh, now I have to look it up. That's probably the. Why did I think that was Evanescence? I don't know. You're an idiot. Yeah. I don't like a lot of the same music that you like. <laughs> oh, Dolores. I should also tell you that uh, Dolores I, O'Riordan. I don't know how. To, Correctly pronounced yeah, last definitely name. never heard that in my life. Uh, I I was given shit by my family for not knowing Steppenwolf. By the way, oh good, thank you for Zach's family. You're so dumb. You are so dumb. You but it's okay. So we still dumb. love you. Uh, okay, okay best yeah, line in the book. Sorry, do it again. Yeah, I cut on cut in half with my dumb bits at your favorite line. Uh, Dumble smiles at him. Of course, it is happening inside your head, Harry. But why on earth should that mean that it is not real? And that is the end of chapter 35. I like that line a lot. That's a yeah. good line. That's yeah. a good fucking line. Very, very good. Uh, last chapter, last true chapter in this book and in this series, Zachary. Can you believe it? The end is in sight, Scotty. We'll pick up next episode. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Harry wakes up in the forest moments later. Only moments have passed since this fog blocked Abracadabra. Uh, Voldy got knocked down and also apparently went unconscious. But did he get back up again? (laughs) (laughs) Chumba Wumba. It's like the soundtrack to my life. Uh, (laughs) So, okay. So this is what made me think... This is like Voldy, like Voldy's soul as a whole in the train station. Because he, it says here, he also went unconscious and just now seems to be coming back like Harry at this point. So it made me think that. Like they were in the same place at the same time. They were in the same place at the same time. They're both either alive or they're both either dead at the same time. So it's like this this fucking creature that's just like moaning over there the whole time is just like the representation of Voldy. You know, uh, it could actually. So like, let's say hypothetically, Harry decides to go on. Uh, right. right. What would and that die? Mean? Uh, Dumbledore does explain that Voldy, like his current body, is built. With Harry's blood in it, right. So right. would that mean that his that he would die, like his physical form would die right now, and 
his soul that's left in Nagini would be the last thing that's keeping right. him technically alive, you know? Seem It could maybe. be. You, it, yeah. I mean, hey, could you be. definitely might be onto something. That's that's a good take. I, I don't could know. Be. Hey, uh, let us know in the comments down below what you That's think. That's my line, you dick. <laughs> I know, I stole it. I know, I stole it. <laughs> You're such a creep. Yeah. Uh, Voldy asks if the boy is dead and he makes Narcissa, very interesting choice, go and check him. Had a feeling you'd like this bit. She She figures out very quickly that Harry is playing possum. And she whispers, if Draco is alive and in the castle, Harry whispers back, yes. He tells her, yeah, I saved your bitch-ass son, so fucking hook me up, bro. <laughs> it was Ron that dragon uppercutted him, I swear. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Uh, Narcissa turns around to the rest and tells them he's dead. He's dead. Uh, and this is where I was like, fuck yes, I was right about the Malfoys. Ba-pew! Bang, changing sides, called it, bitches. Uh, hey, Scott, I'm proud of you, man. Thanks, pal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I know nobody else will tell you that, so. It's true. <laughs> no one tells me. <laughs> um, Apparently, Harry's spell-proof now. Because they're all hooting and hollering and celebrating, and Voldy decides to, Chris, the corpse, but Harry feels no pain. And I feel like they kind of, sort of, explain this later, but this was something I was not really on board with. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty cornball, uh, but whatever, it's fine. Voldy says, now we go to the castle, we must show them what happened to their hero, and he brutally decides that Hagrid must be the one to carry him. This is a very good scene in the movie, by the way. That's good to hear. Hagrid's performance in this, like him carrying well that, but also him being shackled. Um, like when Harry shows up and like, oh sure, he really sells it when he's like when he realizes that Harry has come into this fucking. That's good. Yeah, it's it's good. I've I've always thought the performance of Hagrid was was very good in the movies. Definitely. Um. Haggard is just bawling. He's just bawling his eyes out as he carries Harry out of the forest. Uh, he yells at our boy Bane. Um, uh, their centaurs are kind of standing by. He yells at Bane for not helping and that, look now, Harry is dead because of it. Uh, the centaurs just watch in silence for now to be continued. For now. Uh, okay, yeah, he's also Dementor-proof now, too, is what I have in my notes. Dementors just don't affect him. Uh, Voldy tells the school that Harry died trying to run away and save himself, and if they don't come out and kneel to him, kneel to him, bend the knee, he'll kill them, uh, as well as their families, too. Uh, (laughs) Harry sees that Voldy is just wearing Nagini like a shawl now. Veers did get those shield generators down. Um, but he dares not to try and attack yet. Uh, when they get to the school, Harry hears Minerva, uh, our girl McGonagall, scream good no. And then Ron, Hermione, and Ginny also screaming at the side of him. V- <laughs> 
forgot the way it was described in the book just said because Harry can't obviously open his eyes to look at what's happening. So he just hears bangs as described uh, in the book and they like go silent. So the way I chose to write it because I'm an asshole is <laughs> Voldy bangs to silence them. And I'm like, yeah, if I had to see Voldy bang, that would silence me, too. You, that would silence worst. me forever, I think. You, I don't you're think terrible. I could ever. I could never do anything ever again if I had to watch him bang. Um, I'm, Hagrid, sure, I'm sure there's a video out there somewhere. Fan made. Please, please don't. I might, I might find it and send it to you. You made that video, I'm pretty sure. I may what have started it. You might found it. Yeah, that too. I play the role I- of Pettigrew. <laughs> <laughs> Why Pettigrew? I don't know. Why would you jump first to Pettigrew? Because you're a piece of shit. Like and he I is. and I say I say uh, I deliver the line. Uh, Strap me on, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> your one major contribution. Uh, Hagrid puts Harry down at Voldy's feet. And Voldy starts taunting them big time. He's like, Potter was never shit. I'm the best. Nan-nana-boo-boo. Suck my dick. Uh, Ron yells back that Harry beat him. And they all agree and start yelling. But Voldy bangs again to quiet them. (laughs) He's like, oh, yeah, he didn't get enough the first time. (laughs) Uh, Voldy starts lying. He's taking that blue chew if he can just get yeah. going again, dude. It's just that blue chew keeps him going, keeps him banging all night. Voldy starts lying about Harry being killed while trying to flee. And my fucking dude, Neville, charges out of the crowd and attacks Voldy. Finally, someone attacks him. But he, he loses. He gets fucked up and disarmed. Um, Bellatrix is like, hey, that's Longbottom. That's the Longbottom kid. And Voldy is like, ah, yes, you're pl- pure blood, aren't you? And Neville's basically like, so what if I am, bitch? Because Neville's awesome. Voldy responds that he has shown spirit and bravery and comes from noble stock, so he'll make a valuable Dieter. And Neville says, I'll be a Dieter when goddamn hell freezes over. Dumbledore's army rise up! Uh, Neville's a badass. Yeah, he's got them uh, Schwarzenegger uh, quips. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Voldy says, so be it, Jedi. I mean, wizard. So be it. Uh, And he summons the sorting hat out of the castle. I'm like, oh, you done fucked up, dick. Yeah, uh, and dude, isn't it so funny <laughs> and so convenient that that fucking Voldy summons the, yes. the goddamn yes. sorting hat? Yes, very, very funny and convenient. Uh, ironic, one might say. Uh, but yeah, I knew immediately. As soon as he pulls the sorting hat out, I was like, oh, you fucked up, Voldy. You fucked up big time, you dumbass. I, you, you know those uh, funny videos where it's like, or, or, like, from a sitcom where it's, like, some person's in, like, a bad spot. And it's, like, I bet you're all wondering how I ended up in this position. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Voldy says there will be no more sorting at Hogwarts. Slytherin will do for everyone. He, uh, he petrifies Neville. Oh, my God. He should be used to that. And then he puts uh, the hat on his head. 
And he just straight up sets that bitch on fire. Uh, Neville screams, and Harry is about to act when... Can you believe it, Zach? The original Scott's favorite characters, the stone centaurs, come busting out of the forest, just rain and arrows. I'm pretty sure these were my favorite, the original, like, ah, I'm way into these characters. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Way, way back in book one, like, I was not into book one very much at all, but I did love these stone centaurs. I mean, and... you liked Snape, but just because he was being a dick to Harry? Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> and I think you liked Haggard a bit. But, okay, yeah, but, that's but, true. No, the centaurs were the first time the... that you were like, I'm into this. Yes, well... They were the first kind of meme Scott's favorite characters because Hagrid and Snape they're like legit Scott favorite. Sure, characters. okay, right. Um so yeah, very very fitting. I just found that very fitting. They were that, like uh, Crookshanks and Lockhart yes, beta. Correct, exactly. They they were the beta. Uh not quite the full release, early access not for quite full Scott's hard. favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was very fitting that they come back here at the end. They are just raining hellfire. Uh, I guess arrows technically. Um, Grop also busts out from somewhere. I don't know where he was hiding this whole time, and um, he starts taking on the the two remaining giants that they have here with him. Uh, Harry chooses this moment and all this chaos to throw the cloak over himself, um, because he just wants to hide like a little bitch baby boy. I'm just kidding. It's you know it's fine. But meanwhile, the goddamn baller that he is, Neville, breaks free of the binding curse and in one smooth motion, yanks Griff's sword out of the hat and slices the head clean off the snake. Fuck yes, Neville. Hell yes. Hell yeah. Hell also, yeah. Chalk up one point, cha-ching, one point for old Scotty boy's memory. I fucking, this was one of the things I told you I thought I remembered about the end of this, this I had a story. feeling it might be this, because it's, I mean, it's it's pretty iconic. Yeah, I listen, I I only remembered the very end of this, I do not remember Harry dying and coming back to life for sure, uh, so to speak, quote unquote. But yeah, I did remember that. Uh, it must be pretty iconic in the movie. Um, chalk one up for my terrible ass memory. When okay, so I gotta ask. When I when we had this conversation, I was like, let me tell you the things I think I remember. What was the percentage that you were gonna tell me? Was it only one? Did I only get this one right? Uh, yes. Well, there were things that Excellent. you that you wouldn't say. There's the one, and we'll get to it. Okay. There's the one left. Uh oh! I thought Hermione beat Bellatrix, huh? And I was wrong about that. Yes. What was the other one? I don't remember. Oh, that they go to Gringotts, but that we already knew they were gonna do. Right, 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 right. Okay, so I was, I was like half right. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> this is where I wrote. Okay. Even my salty bitch ass has to admit that this sequence is hype as hell. Uh, Voldy is screaming mad. And then amidst the chaos, Hagrid yells, where's Harry? 
the Hogwarts defenders and the Dieters are being forced back into the castle as more reinforcements come charging in. Hell yeah. Uh, we get the first one that we get. Reese Witherspoon is here. Very excited to see old Reese. I'm sure you are. Are you um, being sarcastic? I'm always being sarcastic when it comes to Reese Witherspoon. I don't give two shits about old Buckbeak, but, you know, whatever. Old fuck. However, I am very excited. Hell yeah. Uh, yes, you fucking Charlie are. Weasley. Uh, I hope he brought his dragon, if you know what I mean. hey yo. And uh, all the families and the students, uh, families of the students and people of Hogsmeade. But best of all, Zachary, sort of kind of the redemption I had hoped for that we talked about. My dude, Horace, my fucking dude, Foghorn Slaghorn, still in his jammies, leading the charge. I loved that. Interesting. I thought I thought you were going to be hype as shit about the house elves. Oh, no, that's still coming here in a second. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, that's, yeah, that, that that's, bef- this is before that. Slughorn get- sucks, dude. I don't know why nah, you get dude. so hype on this. Slughorn dude. fucking blows. Slughorn does blow, but you know I wanted the Slytherin redemption. Sure, okay, that's fair. kind of get it here. But, um, but, like, is he a good Slytherin? Or is he just, like... Like, I mean, oh, he's hey, the, now's the time to, to act he's like, I think we're safe. Literally the only Slytherin here doing this that I guess is specifically called out, so... I, I prefer Lucius, Narcissa, and Draco's Slytherin arc to... Sure. To That's this fair. Fucker. I, I guess I have a soft spot for Horace because he had... Because he's you? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he had one of my favorite scenes in the whole story, uh, both movie and book, honestly, right, both yeah. were very, very good in their own right. The, the, the fucking spider funeral, uh, that whole sequence I think was phenomenal. And I just, I think I have a soft spot for Horace. Fair enough. Also, it's fun to do his voice. Yeah. So, and okay. he's in his jammies It's called specifically that he's still wearing his pajamas as he fucking charges in here. And I love that. Um, okay, yes, here's what you were talking about. Knives are OP, continues to be confirmed, as my dude creature storms out of the kitchens with the other house elves, and they're just, they've just all got kitchen knives and, like, cleavers and shit, and they just start hacking at the shins of the Dieters. Yeah. Which is amazing. I, I just, I love that creature yells... Fight for yes. my master, defender yes. of house elves. Fight the Dark Lord in the name of brave Regulus. Fight. Fuck yes. He's so also wearing sick. he's wearing the fake locket that they gave him too. Hell uh, yeah. It's so good. Uh, creature, big, big redemption arc in this book for my dude Creature. I had to really think there for a second. I was like, that was this book, right? That, that <laughs> yeah. seems so fucking long ago. Yep. Holy shit. Uh, that was literally months ago. Um, so Harry runs into the Great Hall, still cloaked. Voldy is in the center of the Great Hall, quote, striking and smiting all within reach. And I'm like, isn't the point of spells and wands to hit those out of reach? Like, shouldn't he be like being able to blast fuckers out of his reach? Whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just move on. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter confirmed. 
so this is where we get kind of I'll try and run down you get kind of uh, the all-stars like all all our good guy all-stars defeating all the death eaters you know the the named ones the ones that we know right which I think is pretty cool uh Harry saw Yaxley hey did you there's something about Yaxley that happened with him and I can't remember what it is do you know um, what that could be? I don't I don't really recall, actually. Yeah, I don't think there's anything, like, of note that he ever did at any point. So, yeah, never mind. Yeah, um, probably not. <laughs> Harry saw Yaxley slammed to the floor by George, oh, one-eared one George and Lee Jordan. Holy George. Holy George. Saw Dolohov fall with a scream at Flitwick's hands. Fuck yeah, Flitwick, because Dolohov was OP. Uh, saw McNair thrown across the room by Hagrid. Hagrid's throwing hands and just chucking dudes. I love it. Ron and Neville bringing down Fenrir. Aberforth stunning Rookwood. Arthur and Percy flooring thickness. They got down with the thickness. Uh, Hey, that guy one time had an Imperius (laughs) curse put on him. That's what it was. Fucking hell. People hate this joke by now. They have to. You I what, hate this joke. You know joke. what's cool, though, is it's our podcast. and It I've, is. And I fucking love it. So. I'm telling you, I hate it, but I keep oh. doing it because I know you love it. Oh, I thanks, secretly pal. love That's it. That's love. I secretly love it. Um, Lucius and Narcissa Malfoy uh, were running through the crowd, not even attempting to fight, screaming for their son. Uh, Voldemort was now dueling McGonagall, Slughorn, and Kingsley all at once. Uh, holy shit. Okay, we finally, finally get Voldemort actually fighting, and the fact that he can hold off, well, McGonagall and Kingsley, and I guess Slughorn's also there at the same time, is pretty impressive. Slughorn is a powerful wizard. Yeah, for sure. I'm just playing. Um, they wove and ducked around him, unable to finish him. Bellatrix was fighting too. Um, like her master, she dueled three at once. Hermione, Ginny, and Luna all battling their hardest, but Bellatrix was equal to them. Uh, he cha- Harry changed course, running at Bellatrix rather than Voldemort. Before he had gone a few steps, he was knocked sideways. This is maybe the best part in this entire story. Um, you yeah. know I fucking love Molly. Oh, yeah. This was amazing. Uh, also, I feel like this has got to be... It, it's close maybe it's not but it seems a very close call out to aliens the end of aliens when ripley uh yells at the alien queen get away from her you bitch yeah right uh molly weasley here not my daughter you bitch uh i love it uh fuck yes molly yeah yeah molly fucks uh yeah. molly wobbles molly uh, they wobbles. all fuck yeah, she's amazing. She throws off her cloak like a badass. Uh, Bellatrix, you know, turns toward her. She's like, she laughs at this. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll take you on. Um, <laughs> And Molly just yells out of my way to the three girls. And with the swipe of her wand, she began to duel. Harry watched with terror and elation as Molly Weasley's wand slashed and twirled. And Bellatrix Lestrange's smile faltered and became a snarl. Jets of light flew from both wands, and the floor around the witch's feet became hot and cracked. 
both women were fighting to kill. Dude. This is good yes, stuff. This is so dude, good. It's so good. Um, I literally no. got goosebumps, by the way, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mrs. Weasley cried as a few students ran forward trying to come to her aid. Get back. Get back. She is mine, dude. Molly. She's fucking so badass cool, you. She's dude. so cool. Uh, what will happen to your children when I've killed you, taunted Bellatrix. Uh, when mummy's gone the same way as Freddy. Oh, this fucking bitch. <laughs> you will never touch our children again, screamed Mrs. Weasley. Bellatrix, la- Bellatrix laughed, the same exhilarated laugh her cousin Sirius had given as he toppled backward through the veil. And suddenly Harry knew what was going to happen before it did. He has a little deja vu here. Bellatrix, did you learn nothing from killing Sirius? Never laugh in the middle of a duel. Molly's curse. Did you learn nothing from any fiction ever? Yeah, also that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Molly's curse soared beneath Bellatrix's outstretched arm and hit her squarely in the bosom. The chest. (laughs) Directly over her heart. Bellatrix's gloating smile froze. Her eyes seemed to bulge. For the tiniest space of time, she knew what had happened, and then she toppled. The watching crowd roared, and Voldemort screamed. Dude, fuck yes, Molly. This it's is so good. So I was rad. Dude. I was so happy for this. I was so happy to see Molly get her sick ass moment here. Oh, it's pretty good in the movie too. Arthur barely got a sentence. He he like helped Percy take down thickness, I think. He got like one word, but Molly gets it all here. Is this it, the last thing fine. that you remembered? No. No, no, no. I didn't remember this at all. Oh, okay. Cuz this is um, also like a de- like a definite standout moment. Okay. No, no, no. We're st- we're still coming. I you know, I am I'm still coming. Keeping the people <laughs> Keeping the people in suspense. This buildup will not be worth the payoff. I (laughs) promise you. Okay. Uh, For my final thing here. Um, So, yeah, basically, Voldy, Voldy, like, bombs. He he does, like, you know, he go on. He's all pissed off, and he, like, force explodes out of him. Rage blast. As Bellatrix gets killed. And he blasts away Minerva, Kingsley, and Foghorn Slughorn. Uh, Voldy aims at Molly, but Harry manages to pasta sauce right in time, save her. Uh, and then finally he chooses this moment to throw off the cloak and reveals himself to all. Uh, Joy, of course, shock at him being alive. Voldy does not seem as shook as I feel like he should be, but... I feel uh, like he seems very baffled, like... Almost like, like, like scared, like, um, just like motionless and like, like, like the breath got taken away. Like, uh, what? I guess to me, it didn't really seem like, like, I feel like he should be shook, but he doesn't seem that shook here, but whatever. Um, Harry tells everyone he doesn't want any help. It's got to be him alone. And Voldy is basically like, Potter doesn't mean that. That isn't how he works, is it? Who were you going to use as a shield today, Potter? I'm not doing my Voldy voice, I just realized. I suppose I could. 
Um, <laughs> Sounds so sad. <laughs> You I always s- want me I, to do I my suppose, voices. I suppose I could. I, su- I suppose I could. Hey, Scott, you should do your Voldy voice. Uh, do you want me to redo that in my Voldy yeah. voice? Yes, Okay. It. Potter doesn't mean that. That isn't how he works, is it? Who are you going to use as a shield today, Potter? I feel like when you do that voice, it like takes a lot of effort in your it diaphragm. It does. It's so breathy. I have to like expel all my breath to say one word at a time. Yeah. That's why I didn't want to do it. It takes too much effort. But I'll do it for the peoples because we know I am a man of the peoples. You are a man, are you? No. Um, nobody, said Harry. There are no more horcruxes. Neville cut the shit out of the last one. It's just you and me. Neither can live while the other survives. And one of us... Ooh, this is this is a good action guy line. This must be Barry. Uh, and one of us is about to leave for good. Done. It's pretty good. Harry's like, I've been taking that fucking extends. You see the size of my dick now? <laughs> God damn it. One of us, jeered Voldemort. You think it will be you, do you? The boy who was survived by accident and because Dumbledore was pulling the strings. Yeah, that's kind of true. Accident, was it, when my mother died to save me? Asked Harry. Uh, Accident, when I decided to fight in that graveyard? Accident, that I didn't defend myself tonight and still survived and returned to fight again? Accidents! Screamed Voldemort. Um, Now he seems shook. Everyone in the hall is just kind of frozen and watching them. Accident and chance, and the fact that you crouched and sniveled behind the skirts of greater men and women, and permitted me to kill them for you. You won't be killing anyone else tonight, said Harry. You won't be able to kill any of them ever again. Don't you get it? I was ready to die to stop you from hurting these people. But you did not! I meant to. And that's what did it. I've done what my mother did. They're protected from you. I hate this. It's this is what I was referencing earlier. I hate this so much. Pretty hokey, pretty dumb. Well, I hate it for one reason. Like, go ahead, finish. Okay, they're protected from you. Haven't you noticed how none of the spells you put on them are binding? You can't torture them. You can't touch them. You don't learn from your mistakes, Riddle, do you? You dare? Yes, I dare," said Harry. I know things you don't know, Tom Riddle. I do like how he's calling him Tom Riddle here because you know that pisses Voldy off. I, I thought know. I thought you would have a problem with it actually, because yeah. you know you know that like I remember you saying that only only Dumble can really do that because like it's the ultimate disrespect and Dumble is that badass. So I I thought you would think that Harry was overstepping a little bit, but I'm uh, I'm glad you like it because I, I do like it. Yeah, no, like I, I like specifically how Dumble just calls him Tom because oh sure okay that's that's how he knew him you know obviously as a kid like he he knew him as a kid he he saw him grow up and that's what he always called him you know so uh, it seems like a small difference but I do find it to be a difference of that you know it's a more familiar name for Dumbledore just calling him Tom because it's familiar um. Harry calling him Tom Riddle is more just like, yeah, I'm not going to call you your bitch ass. I am Lord Voldemort name, you dick. Um, I know lots of important things that you don't want to hear some before you make another big mistake. 
Jakey Jakey about to make a big mistakey. Um, Voldemort did not speak, but prowled in a circle, and Harry knew that he kept him temporarily mesmerized, held back by the faintest possibility that Harry might indeed know a final secret. Is it love again? Dumbledore's favorite solution? Love, which he claimed conquered death? The love did not stop him from falling from the tower and breaking like an old waxwork. Love, which did not prevent me from stamping out your mudblood mother like a cockroach putter. And nobody seems to love you enough to run forward this time and take my curse. So what will stop you from dying now when I strike? Just one thing, said Harry. It is not love... Oh, sorry, this is Voldy. <laughs> Fuck, I have to build up my breath now again. If it is not love that will save you this time, you must believe that you have magic that I do not, or else a weapon more powerful than mine. I believe both, said Harry. I love that. You think you know... Oh, God damn it! this is Voldy again. <laughs> I'm trying to follow this. You gotta leave all this in now. Fuck! <laughs> You think you know more magic than I do? Than I, than Lord Voldemort? Who has performed magic that Dumbledore himself never dreamed of? Oh, he dreamed of it, said Harry. But he knew more than you. Knew enough not to do what you've done. You mean he was weak? Too weak to dare. Too weak to take what might have been his. What will be mine? No, he was cleverer than you, said Harry. A better wizard, a better man ooh that's a good one so now like voldy's just going full mental he's like i killed dumbledore dumbledore's dead i blah 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 all this and harry is like no you thought you killed dumbledore but you were wrong yes dumbledore's head but you didn't have him killed he chose his own manner of dying Chose it months before he died. Arranged the whole thing with the man you thought was your servant. What childish dream is this? Severus Snape wasn't yours, said Harry. Snape was Dumbledore's. Dumbledore's from the moment you started hunting down my mother. And you never realized it because of the thing you can't understand. You never saw Snape cast a Patronus, did you, Riddle? Voldemort did not answer. Snape's Patronus was a doe, said Harry, the same as my mother's, because he loved her for nearly all his life, from the time when they were children. You should have realized, he said. He asked you to spare his life, didn't he? He asked you to spare her life. Asked you to spare her life, yes, yeah, sorry. So we, we kind of we kind of tiptoe into like a, a little of the over explanation again, but Yeah. I, I, I do I do actually quite like this a lot, like, overall. I, I like their dialogue, just it could do with a little less explanation. For sure. What we, We're kind of more getting into the Snape stuff here now. Did you want to talk about, like, the particulars, what you don't like about the... Yeah, dude, I just... I just feel like the whole, like, love protection thing, like Harry dying yeah. for everybody... In theory, it's it's okay, and I do like that it's kind of callback, and like he has now done what his mother did. Like, sure, I like that. 
What I do not like, and I will not accept in my head canon, is that all of these people that we love, like Molly, and like, mm-hmm. you know, all, all of our heroes who are triumphing over the bad guys mm-hmm. are not doing it because of their own skill. They're, they're doing it because they sure. have this magical protection that, like, like, everybody's spells are missing. Like, they won't work. And, like, it's like... It, Definitely. I don't fucking agree with that. I don't accept that. I, I am 100% with you. I had the exact same thought. It seems... In, in Lily's case, protecting Harry by giving her life, you know, it, it, it makes more sense. It just... Because it's because it's a it's you know it's a confined scale. It's like the mother. You know we've talked about it many times, and we see it even here, obviously with Molly. The whole the theme of like a mother's love, and you know his mother loving him so much, giving her life to protect him. The fact that it's just like now Harry doing it for an entire goddamn school, and it just right. works just as well. Seems like that's just a bridge too far for me. It's yeah. just like. It does not work. Yeah. And also, I agree with you. It's like, yeah, now it takes away from like Molly's victory and all these others. You're, and it's you're, like, you're so much more of like a, a detail oriented person than I am. Sure. Uh, that I, I get why that's the part of it that you don't like. See, I'm f- like, again, it's like, okay, fine, cool. Like, I, I like the tie in, I like the character thing that happens because of it. But like, what I will not stand for is that all of these badass scenes that we get yeah. are blanketed by the fact that that they're surviving because of Harry's sacrifice. Right. Cool for Harry's sacrifice, but and and I and I will say because I feel like people are going to come at me for this. Like I'm not saying that Molly didn't possess the skill to beat Bellatrix in a fight. Like I, I, and I'm not saying that any of the other fights that I like that that they didn't have the skill to do it, but for sure, it just, it, it there's just it's almost like they're just holding that over it just a little bit. Like when Harry says, right. "Why you haven't wondered why your spells are missing or not working or whatever," mm-hmm. and it's like, man, I, I, I would rather more credit go to our peeps. <sighs> I, I suppose the argument could be made that Harry is just saying this to try and rattle Voldy, but I I, I don't think that's I don't true. think that's true. Um, I if it was, I feel like I would have less problem with this if it was maybe more confined. Like maybe there was a moment where. You know, like for like he the last thing he thought of when right before he died was he thought of Ginny. Like, what if like it was confined to like his love of Ginny, like sure. he saved her. You know, um, but yeah, like I, I have a problem with what you're saying as well. But I also I think my bigger part of it is just like, oh, so cool now. Like, just everyone in this entire school, like his sacrifice is enough to his love for all of them is enough to just cover everyone that just seems absurd. Yeah, like but. I don't I don't take so like Harry's mom, so Lily's sacrifice was an act of love, right? Right. And I and Harry's sacrifice was more an act of selflessness. Yes, and of duty almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not it, not It was less about love, for sure. Right. Totally. So, for sure. Okay, we're on the same page about yes. that. I, I 
I told you at the beginning of the book that there were a few things that I For hated sure. about the end of the book. That is one of them. Yeah. And uh, we're about to go into, and I don't know that hate is the right word, but we're about to go into Dislike. one of the next ones. Okay, interesting. Um, so, yeah, obviously we're kind of getting into the Snape stuff here. Snape's Patronus was a doe. Uh, he loved her all her life, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he asked you to spare her life, didn't he? He desired her, that was all. But when she had gone, he agreed that there were other women, and of pure blood, worthier of him. Of course he told you that. But he was Dumbledore's spy from the moment you threatened her, and he's been working against you ever since. Dumbledore was already dying when Snape finished him. It matters not, shrieked Voldemort. It matters not whether Snape was mine or Dumbledore's, or what petty obstacles they tried to put in my path. I crushed them as I crushed your mother, Snape's supposed great love. Oh, but it all makes sense, Potter, and in ways that you do not understand. Dumbledore was trying to keep the Elder Wand from me. He intended that Snape should be the true master of the wand, but I got there ahead of you, little boy. I reached the wand before you could get your hands on it. I understood the truth before you caught up. I killed Severus Snape three hours ago, and the Elder Wand is truly mine. Dumbledore's last plan went wrong, Harry Potter. And Harry's just kind of like, yeah, it did. You're right. But before you try to kill me, that's a pretty good line, I advise you to think about what you've done. Think and try for some remorse, Riddle. What is this? It's your one last chance, said Harry. It's all you've got left. I've seen what you'll be otherwise. The fucking creepy ass thing in the station, I guess. Be a man. Try, try for some remorse. You dare! Yes, I dare, said Harry. Because Dumbledore's last plan hasn't backfired on me at all. It's backfired on you, Riddle. Uh, so is this the thing, the Draco thing? Yes. Okay. I, I I've mentioned that over explanation just yeah. can fucking kill. A yeah. Story. It it lost a lot of this ten minute long fucking yeah dude momentum dialogue gone. between the two of now. them is like gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully fully flaccid at this point. Um. Voldemort's hand was trembling on the Elder Wand. Harry gripped Draco's very tightly. The moment he knew was seconds away. The wand still isn't working properly for you because you murdered the wrong person. Severus Snape was never the true master of the Elder Wand. He never defeated Dumbledore. He killed! Aren't you listening? This little cheeky little son of a bitch. Snape never beat Dumbledore. Dumbledore's death was planned between them. Dumbledore intended to die undefeated, the wand's last true master. If all had gone to plan, the wand's power would have died with him because it had never been won from him. Um, so they go on back and forth here for a little, a little bit longer. Uh, the wand chooses the wizard. The elder wand recognized a new master before Dumbledore died. Someone who never even laid a hand on it. The new master removed the wand from Dumbledore against his will, never realizing exactly what he had done or that the world's most dangerous wand had given him its allegiance. The true master of the Elder Wand was Draco Malfoy. So, yeah. Uh... <laughs> that part? Fine. Okay. Just because okay. he disarmed him? Like, 
I, I mean, vote Dumble was I. When I think back to that moment, I'm also like Dumbledore didn't fight back. They yeah, Dumble wasn't fighting back. It, was it really a true duel? Can you really say he defeated him? Look again, this is a technicality that that I don't I don't necessarily like. I'm not even looking at it that hard. What sure? Th- here's what I hate. I okay. First off, l- l- let me actually counter argument you first. Okay, sure. Disarming. We have already learned and accepted because you were okay with it at the time that disarming does win allegiance from a wand uh when olivander gives his spiel about he says this was draco malfoy's wand and harry says was and he says well unless its allegiance has changed unless you've won it from him and you you bought into that i guess i don't remember specifically saying like okay i'm fine with this okay no you no actually i'll take it one step further you liked it (laughs) You liked did the I? wand lore stuff, yes. Okay. Yes, I mean, did. I liked the wand lore and stuff, I, but I don't think specifically the fact of like, oh, just because Harry fucking yanked a wand I out of even, Draco's hand. I even told you that I I almost actually showed my hand a little early. I, I had <laughs> Wouldn't to, be the first time, I know, buddy boy. I know, I know. <laughs> but I, I was like, when you said that, I was like, I'm surprised. That's one of the things I have a problem with. And you're like, why? And I was like, it just seems convenient. Oh, fair enough. Okay. So yeah, you fair you enough. seemed like, oh okay, cool. So all right, calling your bullshit there. But but here's what I actually don't Fine. like. Um, I'm okay with Draco being the actual owner of the wand. Harry didn't win the fucking the allegi- elder wand. the elder wand's allegiance. Yes. That that I think is the key it's point. So here. ridiculous. And then to cap it off, because again, I feel like people are gonna be bitching at me about this technicality. I also do not like this whole it. fucking thing is technicalities, right, right, though. Right, right, right. Well, and and again, I I don't like it, but right. I also character wise, I don't like that Harry doesn't actually possess the power to defeat Voldemort. Yes. Like I again in very much in the same way that I feel like Harry's quote unquote sacrifice takes away the credibility from all of our heroes, I feel like this technicality takes away the credibility of Harry's face off with Voldemort. Uh yes, the power is love, yes, yada yada yada, you know, but like it just makes it so that like Harry won because of a technicality. And I yeah. and I wanted more for his character as a hero than that so or or even if you know he had to harness the power of friendship and all his friends they all do a group father, father son, son kamehameha <laughs> to kill voldy like uh, that would have also been better but you're yeah. right the fact that it's just a one-on-one that harry has does not have the skill to win but you're right it's just a pure technicality he wins and on he is... even acknowledges it as a gamble yeah he's like yeah uh, this might not be true so let's find out bitch yeah it's just kind of like <laughs> that that like the reinforcements showing up like from the moment basically that uh neville you know cuts off the head of the snake and all these like returning characters come back and creature and the house elves and molly's duel it's like so hype and so cool and then yeah the momentum just kind of comes 
crashing to a halt here because we get this 10 minute conversation between the two of them and then i'm trying to process all these like back and forth technicalities about right fucking wands choosing who and it honestly oh, another thing too draco never touched the fucking elder wand but somehow harry still fucking won it from him by yeah this this could have been a brief explanation after the fight to sure. to uh ron and hermione yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, even the, that. the battle could have happened, and then afterwards he could have been like, they, they could have been like, what the fuck <laughs> happened, explain, and then he could have given them, I, I, it still wouldn't take away the fact that I feel like it, it just kind of diminishes him as a hero, but, sure, sure, uh, or his capabilities, I should say, as a hero, but uh it, it's just it's not at the right place like you know if if anything i feel like i should be happy about this because i always diminish harry as a hero so this <laughs> should this him winning on a technicality should probably make me happy and the more i think about it i do think it's kind of hilarious but i that doesn't mean i think it's like well written and good right you know yeah like I think it's kind of funny because right. fuck Harry, but but look, I I ugh. I say I say this all the time when I talk negatively about things in the series, um, and anybody who takes offense to this kind of shit, like to us talking shit about this, you absolutely have to have humility humility yes. about the things that you love. Kill your babies, okay. so to speak. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I love this series with a passion, and I love almost everything about it. And I have enough humility to say it would be better if these certain things were changed or done differently or just not sure. present. Um, Listen, yeah, even even our most favorite things of all, no, nothing's perfect. Uh, I've talked before. One Piece is not perfect, and it's like my favorite thing ever. Right. Game of Thrones is far from perfect. My favorite games of all time are far from perfect. I don't know. Hollow Knight uh, is is pretty fucking pretty perfect. Close. It's pretty close. <laughs> I think the, um, the soul aspect, the shade aspect, yeah, that's is probably the, the, that's the only. that's the it's it has a bit of a slow start too. It's a bit of a slow starter um, before yeah. you get some of the cool yeah. movement abilities. Anyway, this is not about Hall Knight. Um, so Voldy to kind of get through this, Voldy is like when you know he says Draco, it's Draco Malfoy. Voldy's like oh, that doesn't even matter. Uh, even if you are right, Potter, it makes no difference to you and me. You no longer have the Phoenix Wand. We duel on skill alone. And after I have killed you, I can attend to Draco Malfoy. And Harry's just like, ah, you're too late. Missed your shot. <laughs> I gotta shoot your shot, buddy. Uh, I got there first. I overpowered Draco weeks ago. I took his wand from him. Um, so it all comes down to this, doesn't it? Whispered Harry. Does the wand in your hand know its last master was disarmed? That's such a dumb sentence. I am the true mat because if it does, I am the true master of the elder wand. Uh this is like this is a cool like the way it's written here it makes it seem all epic, try and build up momentum after it was all lost. Uh a red gold glow burst suddenly across the enchanted sky above them as an edge of dazzling sun appeared over the sill of the nearest window. The light hit both of their faces at the same time so that Voldemort's was suddenly a flaming blur. Harry heard the high voice shriek as he too yelled his best hope to the heavens, pointing Draco's wand. Abracadabra! And of course, what else would fucking Harry choose but expelli goddamn Armus? Um, you know what? On brand. 
on brand for our dude. Yeah, man, stick to your guns, pal. <laughs> stick to your guns, and he fucking does. Um, so yeah, Kamehameha. He sh- they shoots the the old Kamehameha wave. Their spells collide. The other one flies out of Voldy's hand and to its new master. Uh oh, and <laughs> we do get. I think I mentioned before. Uh, my favorite thing that she she always loves to mention is Harry's Quidditch skills, and we do get it here. We get she's a mention just, of she's fiending for some Quidditch mentions because there's no Quidditch in this book. Yes, she's fiending for Quidditch. Uh, we get quick mention of his Quidditch skills coming into play here as he catches the Elder Wand. Uh, Voldy's curse rebounded, and he falls back dead. Uh, so yeah, big, everyone's happy, everyone's shouting, um, hundreds of them pressing in, all of them determined to touch the boy who lived, the reason it was over at last, fucking ugh, kill me now, that was awful. I, I don't, I don't hate that stuff. Yeah. I, 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 I enjoy that quite a bit. I, I like the, the, the resolve here at the end. So, uh, next, Harry was an indispensable part of the mingle outpourings of jubilation and mooring, of grief and celebration. They wanted to be, they wanted him there with them, their leader and symbol, their savior and their guide. Um, the fact that he had not slept and that he craved the company of only a few of them seemed to occur to no one. Um, he must speak to the bereaved, clasp their hands, witness their tears, receive their thanks. Uh, so yeah, all the imperious people are just becoming unimperious um, for reasons. Death Eaters are fleeing or being captured. The innocent of Azkaban are being released. And Kingsley Shacklebolt has been named Temporary Minister of Magic. Hell yeah. Uh, good shit. I, you know I fucking love Kingsley Shacklebolt. He deserves it, man. He does deserve it. Good dude. After a while... Uh, This I did like. After a while, exhausted and drained, Harry found himself sitting on a bench beside Luna. I'd want some peace and quiet if I were me, she said. I'd love some, he replied. (laughs) I'll distract them all, she said. Use your cloak. Before he could say a word, she had cried, (laughs) Ooh, look, a blibbering humdinger! (laughs) and pointed out the window everyone who heard looked around and harry slid the cloak up over himself and got to his feet uh he goes over whispers to ron hermione that it's him and they all leave the three malfoys are huddled together here uh it says they are looking unsure if they should be there but no one is paying any attention to them uh, I love a happy resolution for the Malfoys, uh, relatively, I suppose. Right. Uh, somewhere in the distance, they could hear Peeves zooming through the corridors, singing a victory song of his own composition. Um, I loved this, so I had to uh, get this in here. We did it! We bashed them! We Potter's the one! And Voldy's gone moldy, so now let's have fun! <laughs> How could I have ever known that someone eventually did indeed copy my fucking name and call him Voldy? Uh, Voldy's gone moldy. Uh, it's real good. Good on you, peeves. He was the secret hero 
the most important piece of this all along because he calls him Voldy. Peeves is Azora High, confirmed. Yes, definitely. Born beneath uh, Ron, the he... uh, bleeding sun. What is it? The star? <laughs> What's born the... beneath. Yeah, no, it's born beneath the bleeding sun. You got it. Nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron has a cheeky little quip here about Peeves. Uh, really gives a feeling for the scope and the tragedy of the thing, <laughs> doesn't it? Said Ron. Uh, which is pretty good. So as they walk to Dumble's office, Harry tells uh, them everything that he saw in the pensive and what happened after. Uh, they get to Dumble's office. The portraits of the old headmasters give him a standing ovation. And my boy Phineas, he like yells. He's like, hey, let the damn record show the Slytherin house played a part. Let's not let our contribution be forgotten. And I'm like, I would never forget Phineas. <laughs> I would never forget for you, buddy. So they go up to Dumble's portrait. It's crying. Uh, Harry tells him he needs one more piece of advice. He says, the thing hidden in the snitch, he dropped in the forest, and he's going to leave it there. Do you agree? I'm going to be honest. It took me like a full minute to remember <laughs> what he was talking about <laughs> because the resurrection stone turned out to be the least fucking important plot line in this book ever. Uh, Dumble says he does agree. Uh, he's like, no one else knows where it is, right? And Harry's like, no. He's like, yeah, that's cool then. Um, Harry says he's keeping the cloak, but he doesn't want the Elder Wand. He says he was happier with his wand. And he pulls out his broken-ass wand and reparo presto! The Elder Wand fixes it uh, very conveniently. And he tells Dumble that he's putting it back where it was in Dumble's tomb. <laughs> and that as long as he dies a natural death, then no one else can be master of it. These goddamn technicalities. And then, last thing. Imagine he dies a natural death, and it's just like, it just resets. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, what makes reset. sense to me. What if he gets, what if he gets like, hit by a car? D- is the, the driver of that car master of the Elder Wand? Like, you know? Well, only if Harry has his wand in his hand at the time, and it, and it falls out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's, he he's disarmed. And he's disarmed. Exactly. Expelliarmus, the true hero of the story dude, all along. Seriously, man. Expelliarmus confirmed Azor High. <laughs> Born under a bleeding sun or something. Um, Ron's like, are you sure about the Elder dude, Wand? Dude, Ron is so fucked up about he's, this. He he's fucking such a bitch. has such a boner for that Elder Wand. I think Harry's right, said Hermione. That wand's more trouble than it's worth, said Harry. And quite honestly, uh, I've had enough trouble for a lifetime. And that is the last sentence we get from YA, young adult Harry. And that is the end of chapter 30, was it 36? And that's it. That's the end of the book. We're done now. That's the, the end of the book. No, listen. Are you ready for what I've been building up for so long? Uh, yes, I do have do one detail I want to point out, but I'll do it afterwards. Okay. So this was changed in the movie 
If if my memory serves oh me and I God, and I yes, am dude. remembering right, if I recall correctly, in the movie Harry's standing above like some chasm. It's a yeah, he's on a bridge. And he says something to the effect of like Okay, let, let me let me rewind for a second and just paint paint the scene for you here. So as my memory serves, which we know it does not, but as my memory serves, I went and saw this. I was me and my uh, my friend Floyd. Shout outs to Floyd. This Floyd went listen? and saw Yeah, I think so. Fuck yeah, Floyd. What's up? <laughs> um we were dragged to see this by friends maybe by uh his wife serene i don't think they were married at the time but i think she may have dragged us to see this she's a harry potter fan we were super not floyd if i'm messing up the details of this i apologize this is just what i remember floyd tell serene to listen to this podcast (laughs) i'm pretty sure she does i'm pretty sure she does fuck yeah serene what's up um so Obviously, neither I nor Floyd were invested at all. Uh, And when it comes to this scene, Harry says something to the effect of, like, this is the most powerful wand of all time, and (laughs) blah 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 And then, does he just snap it in half and throw it off the ledge, or does he just throw it off the ledge? No, he, he snaps it in half. Okay, just snaps it in half and throws it off the ledge. Me and my friend Floyd just start cracking up, like, out loud in the theater. It took us a second to realize this wasn't supposed to be funny, this isn't a comedy portion, and we are the only ones laughing. Um, But we found that absolutely hilarious, that he's like, this is the most powerful wand of all time, blah, 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 snap, throw, and we just started dying well the joke's on everybody else because it absolutely is a a comedy portion because it's so so stupid i'm pretty sure everyone else in that theater was like oh you know super major ultra harry potter fans except me and him um we thought it was amazing hilarious uh so i'm glad that's not how it happened in the book i guess i mean it 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 could be Yeah. yeah it hasn't happened yet so well, I mean, no. He says he's going to put it back in Dumbles too. Well, right. That's fair. So um, that was the last thing that I remembered. That's... And after all that buildup, I hope it was worth <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like the buildup to the wand in the movie. You know, it's ending. It's demise was worth it. Yeah. No, for sure. A hundred percent. What was the thing you wanted to touch the on? The only other detail that I liked is, and it's, it's a subtle thing, um, and I know it's been... You know, people have brought attention to it, like, in the Potter fandom. Uh, but I mm-hmm. really like and appreciate it. After Voldemort is killed, uh, they simply just, like, it's just, they move Voldemort's body and laid it in a chamber uh, off the hall, away from mm-hmm. the bodies of Fred, Tonks, Lupin, Colin Creevy, and 50 others who have died fighting him. Well, right. I just, I love that it's not a big deal and that it's just, like, we're just gonna drag your fucking body like over here and just like leave you in a hallway. I love they that. Should've, they should have. They should have snapped it in half and threw it down that <laughs> that fucking <laughs> chasm. Do you remember in the? You know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna yeah. let you watch the movie again. I have not watched the movie yet. Just, just forewarning: you are not getting Scott's uh fucking movie seven part two. 
review here that will be in an upcoming episode. Uh, so yeah, I have not rewatched it yet. But it would have been funny if they had cracked his body in half yeah. and thrown it in the castle. Dude. Uh, so now we come to Zach's favorite part. Uh, cha- chapter 19 years later, um, which is, of course, the epilogue. I love a good epilogue. I love a good prologue and I go- love a good epilogue. If they're done well, I think they're very, very good. Obviously, it seems like you don't think... I didn't think this epilogue was that bad. Certainly not as bad as you made it out um, to be. So, I I am not going to ever put you through the tragedy of the cursed child. Oh. Um, I kind of want to I, now so just like, because you it say is, that. It, to be honest, it is a very short book, and okay. it's, it's also it's a screenplay. So... Mm. Like it, it, it's a Broadway. I'm sorry, not a screenplay. It's a oh play. Yeah, it's a it's just, it's play. it's a play. Okay. And so um, I've read plays before. I've read Shakespeare. Right. Against my will. <laughs> well, you would be reading this. I feel like against your will. Anyway, because it's a play, and it's just like it's it's basically just dialogue. It's it's much much quicker of a read. Sure. Uh. I mean, so hey, I mean, maybe it could be funny if we talked about it later. It might it, be it's, funny. Uh, it is fucking horseshit. How does this tie into the epilogue? Well, the cursed child is, is one of these children's. Kind of. Oh, ah, just Lord. whatever, man. Just it's. Okay. This this epilogue is tarnished because of the cursed child, and I fucking oh, hate everything. Okay. About it. So when you first read it, you didn't have this no, much of a um, like hatred towards it. No, I think uh, to be honest, when I first read it, I wanted more immediately after. Right. Like I I wanted sure. I wanted like what's happening in the wizarding world. Like how is this being dealt with? Like what you know? Like what is uh. Kingsley do as minister like that kind of see stuff. I'm kind of into the fact that they don't that she doesn't do that I'm into the fact that it's just like leaving it open and to the imagination and like yeah just 19 years later like I think that's right. kind of cool I think and, that's pretty ballsy okay and that's that's fine um another thing that I feel like was kind of lackluster for me is that I you know my first time reading through this I mean I was a Harry fan right I mean I liked sure. Harry um and I just kind of thought it was a little boring that, like, he just kind of became an horror and just, like, didn't really do shit okay, afterwards. See, okay, that's what I was going to ask you. They don't say, like, what he does. He is an horror? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's okay. an horror. This fucking high school dropout became an horror? Right, yes. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, the epilogue starts. Uh, Harry and Ginny, uh, obviously in their 30s now, I think late. 30s if I'm doing my math right. Uh, they're dropping their kids off at the train station for Hogwarts. It's very nostalgic. Uh, James is the older brother and is a real asshole, just like his namesake. Just like uh, his namesake, yeah. Turns out. Uh, his younger brother, Albus Severus Potter, uh, is worried that he'll be in Slytherin. Like, asshole James is giving him shit about it. And I'm like, okay, Albus Severus Potter, James Potter... Their next kid has to be named Sirius Remus Potter. 
because Harry gets to name all of them as we discuss. Yes, he does. But also kind of like, listen, you're three kids in and you haven't given any names to Sirius or Remus yet. Come on. Come on. What are you doing? Um, Percy is talking about broomstick regulations. Does he work for the ministry Hogwarts? Is he the train conductor? I just, I just want Percy to be happy. You know this. What is he doing? What is he up I to? I don't actually know. Okay. He's the train conductor in my mind. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, so they, they meet up with, uh, the, uh, Hermione, Ron couple family. Ron tells Harry that Hermione didn't believe he could pass a driving test, that he would have to confund the driver. And this is where I put, I wonder if old Dollish is still confronted. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots, dude. Um, Hermione says she did believe in him. And then Ron, like, pulls Harry aside and he's like, I totally did have to confront him. <laughs> she was right. I suck ass. I did have to confront him. Uh, anyway. Um, the name of Ron and Hermione's kids, uh, they have two. It's Rose and Hugo Weaving. Um, they see Draco and his wife and his kid, Scorpius. He gives them kind of a polite but cold nod. Uh, no mention of who Draco's wife is. Is this Pansy Parkinson? Do we know who Draco married? Uh, I just want Draco to be happy. <laughs> to be honest, I don't actually know who Draco married. Okay, it doesn't say here. I, I know it sure. doesn't say here. I feel I'm sure that it's said on Pottermore somewhere, yeah. but I, I, I don't know. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, Ron says Rosie has to beat a uh, little Scorpius in every test, and thank God that she inherited her mother's brains. Uh, Hermione admonishes him for trying to turn them against each other right away. And then I have oh. So not only is little James an asshole, but he's also a goddamn narc. He comes up and he snitches on Teddy Lupin's snogging Vic Victoire Victory Vic Victory Vic. I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's V I C T O I R E. Uh, Vic- I don't fucking know. This is their cousin. Who the hell is this? Hold on. I don't know. Oh, man. Harry Potter fucking trivia champion. Dude, I'm... Reconfirmed. I'm not exaggerating, dude. I, I block the fucking epilogue Oh, that's out. true. That's fair. That's fair. You do hate this, I, this yeah. epilogue. Who is this? How is there... The, this must be a Weasley, then. She must be related to Ginny. Oh, is it? Is Bill and I'm guessing right now, Bill and Fleur's daughter. It's got to be. Probably, yeah, because it sounds French as fuck. Yeah, it sounds that's French. That's a French as fuck. ass name. <laughs> have you that's have a... you seen that Mad TV skit? No. The back of your head is ridiculous. <laughs> you never no, heard that? Not. Oh my no. god, Scott, where the fuck have you been all of your life? I've been reading these goddamn books for forty there, years. There's a girl whose name is Yvonne. And the, mm-hmm. the character is like, Yvonne, okay. That's a that's a French ass. <laughs> that does sound amazing. Yeah, it's funny. This that's gotta be who this is. It definitely uh, has to be that, yeah. Cause she would probably be about the same age as a Teddy Lupin, too. Okay, makes sense. Uh Harry remarks that Teddy already comes around four times a week 
and that they should just invite him to live with them. And I'm like uh, calculating here in my head. I'm like, wait, shouldn't he already live with you? Weren't you his goddamn godfather? Or was that just Barry and he's gone now? So Harry can't be the godfather. That was Barry only. I think if I'm not mistaken, he lives with Tonks' mom. So what was the point of Harry being his godfather? I don't fucking know. Dude. I mean, suppose Harry you Harry was a 17-year-old dumbass when when Lupin died. Yeah. Had, yeah. I guess that makes sense, but Anyway, uh Ginny tells little James to give Professor of Herbology fucking Neville, my dude, my fucking guy, uh their love. And he's a little asshole about that, too. Uh, Do not like little James, obviously. As they leave, Albus, little Albus, admits to his father that he is really worried about being in Slytherin. I thought this was kind of a tender, sweet little moment between Albus and Harry. Harry tells him that he was named for two headmasters of Hogwarts, and one of them was a Slytherin, and he was probably the bravest man he ever knew. I'm glad Harry finally... You know, he saw these things, and he we never really got a full reaction from him. And right. I mean, we just got him processing. Him right. Um, he says, even if he does go to Slytherin, they'll have gained an excellent student, and the hat takes their choices into account anyway. I'm like, didn't that hat burn, or did Harry's love protect the hat, too? <laughs> hey, it's a magic hat, okay? Fuck it's it. a magic hat that... Was even triple dog dared magic because Harry's love protected it from burning. It's imbibed with basilisk venom. Yeah, that too. It's got a sword sticking in its asshole. Um, <laughs> Same. <laughs> How did I not see that coming? Uh, Ron makes a quip that everyone is looking at him because he's extremely famous, uh, which is pretty funny. And then they leave on the train. Harry's scar hasn't hurt in 19 years. All was well. And they lived happily ever after. And I'm like, that epilogue wasn't as bad as you made it out to be, Zach. (sighs) Okay. No, it's, I mean, it's not like a badly written epilogue. I just, I don't know. Um, that is it. That's the end. Um, I did not really write down any final thoughts like I usually do. Um, you could ask me, which seems odd on the surface, but I'll explain myself. You can ask me if you want any clarification or anything uh, like that, but I was thinking it would probably be better to get my true final thoughts and like overall series final thoughts when we discuss them with some some old friends, Zach. Um, I think that might be a good idea, Scotty. I'm so glad you think so. I'm so glad you think so. Why, are you going to say, fuck what I think and just do it now anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, you can, I didn't write anything down. Um, if you wanted to ask me stuff, I'll, I'll answer, but I haven't processed like we kind of okay. talked about Let, everything that i look, processed let's, let's just point. let's just do a book final thought not a series final thought um 
Okay. The the book final thought is uh after the the chase really slow start um then through that middle part this book was pretty boring as hell um it did get very good at parts towards the end some of my favorite chapters and parts to be sure some great lines i have trouble with the final confrontation we went over that pretty thoroughly the overall the book was it was it was pretty good um it was pretty good okay i i feel like it was a a well done conclusion to a series i i've said several times before listen endings are difficult uh i do not feel like this one was you know completely swing and a miss it 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 did the job that it needed to do and it did it pretty well okay that's I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that overall this is kind of a, a mid-tier book of of okay. the series. I suppose you want my new and final book ranking. Uh, I would love it. <laughs> would you love it? I would love it. Okay, I did give this some thought earlier today, and I'm having I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble putting it... It will actually be surprisingly high, I think, for me. Uh, I'm deciding between second or third best. Uh, Half-Blood Prunts definitely stays at the top. As it should. Thank you. I'm glad we agree on that. You're welcome. And I'm trying to decide this one... Uh, or Goblet next. This one certainly has higher highs than Goblet, but I feel like if if my memory serves, Goblet was the most consistent of the books. Like I think Goblet also, I think if we're talking strictly, uh, like objective, Goblet's probably the second best, like written. Maybe. I mean, this one was pretty well written, too, aside from, like, the pacing through the middle. Um, and that's, the over-explanation. I mean, that's that's got yeah, a lot to do. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Well, again, objective-wise. Like, I'm not saying right. I'm not saying that, like, I mean, we're talking favorites, right? You're ranking of, yes. of your favorites of the no, series. No, definitely. So. No, definitely. Um, I, th- I think I'll stick with Goblet at two. It was... Just, I cannot remember, people can correct me if I'm wrong, I probably bitched about plenty in that book, but remembering back, I remember kind of liking that book from beginning to end. Yeah, you did. Um, There wasn't, e- even Half-Blood Prunts, I definitely had moments in that book where I bitched to you a bunch about how I, this, all these books are the same, Zach, They're, they suck in the middle. You told me it was built different and all that bullshit. Right, right, right. Uh, and I feel like Goblet was the most consistent throughout. Right, like Goblet, going through that book with you, I felt like you were having to search for things to not like. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Goblet at two. Uh, Hallows at three, uh, which would put Chamber of Secrets at four. Um, 
Order of the Phoenix at five, Azkaban at six, and Sorcerer's Stone last. Okay. I I would uh I would have to say have I ever given my ranking? All all of them? All of them together? No. I think I always say what I think your ranking is and mess them up. <laughs> so final ranking for me. Aha. Uh-huh. After hearing me change your mind about everything. <laughs> no, I think I no, actually. Uh Half Blood pr- uh Prince, for sure. Uh-huh. Uh Prisoner of Azkaban. Boo. Uh then it might be Order of the Phoenix. And mm. then Deathly Hallows. Mm. Then Goblet. Then Chamber. Then Sorcerer's Stone. How can you put Order above Hallows? The everything it sets up and the ending is the ending is great but i still feel like it has way lower lows and not as good a highs as i feel i feel like its lows are the same lows of this book it's i mean true it's the pacing and it just takes too long to get to the next thing but but also quidditch is in that book (laughs) right and i mean i fine um i I still love like the the umbridge stuff. No, like I like I like Harry struggling with with Voldemort like possessing his shit. I love a lot of the Snape stuff in that book. Um yeah. There was some good Snape stuff. And I I seriously dude, I like everything at the ministry is I said it then and I mean ju- I'm just reiterating some of my favorite stuff in the entire series. Like, it is just so high up with how much I love all that stuff that it it it, it carries that book up for me. I like, obviously, we talked at length about the the mis- Department of Mysteries stuff was really cool, and the, the fight between Dumble and Voldy was really cool. Right. But I still think I would I would take the the you know the the snape uh what is the name of that chapter when he pensives all of snape's memories oh the uh, the, the prince's, prince's tale. tale i would take the prince's tale over any of that for sure as as a single chapter sure but you need all the context that you get from everything else that's true. in order that's to make fair. that great yeah so you're not wrong all right yeah i mean that's so, that, that's just that's what i feel so yours was uh half-blood prince azkaban Order, and then I lost you because I was griping about order. Uh, so Hallows. okay, so Hallows and and Goblet are a toss up. I would, it could go either way, but I th- I think I'd give it to to Hallows, then Goblet, then uh, then Chamber, then Sorcerer's Stone. That's crazy to have Goblet that low. You're crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean, look, you. You could argue for Goblet to be higher up. Uh, I would, in fact, argue. That. Uh, well, I know, but I, I'm saying that, like you, I'm trying to stay true here. But no, but listen, you, I got you. You, you definitely. I mean, being your best friend, or you being my best friend, I should say. Everybody, uh, just so everybody buddy. knows, I'm Scott's <laughs> best friend. <laughs> it's just really funny. 
<laughs> let me just let me just get that fucking shit. Let me just clarify for anyone that was wondering. I am for sure Scott's best friend. <laughs> Being your best friend is maybe the most prideful sentence I have ever heard anyone say. That was so good. Just I love you so much, buddy. <laughs> Oh, oh man, shit. I um, we we oh, we talk God. about shit a lot, and I will say it has been tough oh. to not be able to actively talk about this stuff with you as you're going through it. Sure, but sure, us talking about it in the format that we have for this for this show definitely, I feel like, kind of uh, led me in a lot of different directions that I didn't realize like were were there on how I felt about things mm. of the series. So I will always appreciate and acknowledge that stuff, but I I, I still I, I want everybody to know kind of where I stand like on my personal favorites without your influence. Sure. And that's fair. And as your best friend, um <laughs> I just want you to know that I appreciate you sticking to your guns. <laughs> um shit oh my god that was so good we have uh, i think two more quick things for sure we need to take care of uh i feel like we need to award a winner of this week in particular Uh uh-huh and a winner of the book as a whole yes um for this week there are definitely some candidates but I, I, I look, I'm just gonna say this here. If you actually make a legitimate argument for it not being Harry, then you're you're a fucking idiot. But okay, let's let's just get that out of the way. I'm gonna be honest, Harry never even entered my mind as a candidate. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm oh my kidding. god. He is definitely a candidate, but I am in fact going to um You're gonna argue for Neville? I'm going to give a strong push for one Neville. Long bottom. I respect it, and I, I get it. But I dude, mean- he's he's so good. Dude, the scene. Re- okay, so as I was reading, and then again, when we were going over my notes here, you know the part that I got the most emotional by far was when he tells Harry, "Hey, you know we're gonna fight for you, right?" Oh yeah, you know nobody's giving up. We're still fighting for you. Like, dude, fucking Neville, holy shit, dude's carrying in bodies of his friends, and is just like takes the time to stop and be like, "Hey, are you okay, Harry? Hey, we're still fighting for you, pal. I'm here for you." Look, I know it's a great then, scene, dude. To top that off. He fucking with a burning magical hat on his head. Well, the hat would have had to come off, but bre- yeah, he breaks out of the curse. Which because of Harry's love, probably. Uh, grabs the sword out of the hat and slices the head off the fucking snake, the last Horcrux. I have to give it to Neville. I have to. I think. I think you're an actual fool listen listen you yourself you yourself i'm a fool of a, You're a fool harry potter 
you yourself said Harry won in a technicality. I understand, dude, but you got under like you have to appreciate where we pick up this batch. Okay, first off, he just learned that he uh he had to process every the Snape information. Sure. Okay. Processes that and still gathers his shit and walks down to the forest. That is huge. Are you kidding Definitely. me? No, I'm not. That's huge. huge. It's huge. I mean, that sure. is maybe kind of a little bit the whole reason that this book series is over. So <laughs> maybe you know, kind he, of a little bit. That. Sure. Yeah. Sure. He also, true. he also delivered the info to Neville, the objective oh, to kill the snake. The snake. That's a little bit. Well, nah, he, you're reaching he, no, there. no. He he was like, I need to pass this information on. He he saw that as like, as part of like a, one of the pieces that needed to, sure. to be done. Yes. Uh, he finally gets angry with Dumbledore and like, and like, well, he's been angry with Dumbledore kind before. Of. What I mean no, here is, yeah, like, as I say, what are you talking? He's about? actually like kind of almost like on a level playing field with like his conversation with Dumbledore. Uh, he fucking dies for everybody, and at the end, look, whether it's a technicality or not, he still faces Voldemort, and he comes out on top. He also it, he also masters all three Hallows, and has the he's strength. He's master of death, and has the strength to you know not abuse them or anything like that. Like, like th- this is his batch, dude. Th- these three chapters are are his chapters. But Neville, though, when am I gonna? G- I never will have another chance to give it to Neville. <laughs> Sorry, I mean maybe if we had been consistent with this. Crowning Maybe. the fucking badge no, winner. I mean, when else would he have won it? This is his crowning moment. I mean, I love Neville, but let's be real here. When else would he have possibly? Uh, when he gets all the points from Dumble at the end of book one? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> I don't know, man. Look, I I understand it seems like um your last chance to give it to Neville, but I just yes. I just I I think the severity and like the 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 extent of of Harry's actions in this batch just it, it outweighs everything. What if I told you I also want to give it to Draco Malfoy? <laughs> okay, that was a joke, mostly sort of kind of. <laughs> you are the worst. Um, what if I told you I wanted to give it to to me? Ayo. <laughs> Um, give it to listen, me, baby. Uh-huh, it's my award uh-huh. to give, and you, you've you convinced me. You know what? I was going to give it to Harry, but you convinced me, oh, Zach. He won on a God. technicality. So uh, because of that technicality, I'm afraid he's disqualified, and I have to give it to Neville. Does he have a middle name? So-and-so, Longbottom. Neville, what's a good middle name for Neville? Um... Uh, Neville Tenderfoot Longbottom. Tenderfoot. <laughs> Tenderfoot. He has the heart of a champion. I wonder, dude. I wonder if any of our listeners are gonna know what that is. Amanda. Only Amanda, Amanda. Uh, and Chaz. Yeah. Li- yeah. Literally two people. Um. Yeah. I. You know what? It's my award. You convinced me, Zach. It's Neville. Neville won. So if we can't come to an agreement on this, we might have to go through the entire series again to get to this buildup. And we'll do a podcast about it. <laughs> Just so that you no. can see how big of a deal this was for Harry. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, 
what we can do is hopefully maybe come to a consensus on who won the book. Um, man, I, I, I don't this know, is act- man. This is actually so much harder. This is tough. Because for literal weeks, I have been preaching the gospel of Hermione and saying she's already got this book wrapped up. It's over. Done. Right. And then she kind of played absolutely no part at all in the finale, which was very sad for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, if we had different awards, like consistency or efficiency it would be it would be hermione sure but biggest player i don't know this i feel like is where your stronger argument for harry is yeah uh also snape yeah uh, snape's up there big one snape's very up there is a very big one uh it's gotta be those three yeah one of those three could be dobby no it's not dobby no, I love Dobby, but he had his moment to shine. We gave we gave him his award. Yeah. Um could be dollish for being confunded so much. <laughs> uh it could be Yaxley for getting could be the Yaxley. Uh, curse off on, thickness. On, uh, I hear he thickness. thicknessed something, yeah. I oh could be Aberforth. No, it's not Aberforth. No. I what do you no, think? No, it's uh it's Phineas. Phineas Nigellus, yes, now you're talking. Now you're talking. He let the record show that <laughs> Slytherin played its part. No, I mean look, dude, again, who who are we kidding? It's gotta be Harry. I mean, biggest character arc for one. Uh this his this development the- in this book is incredible. This is the time I'm more inclined to agree with you. I I can't believe I'm even questioning it after literally saying every week, oh, Hermione already won the book. And now maybe wanting to go back on that. Well, look, we'll have, once we do our series recap with Sam and M, we'll have our chance to maybe, maybe, crown... Maybe. Maybe we'll call it, look, hey, let's actually have a title. Let's crown the person <laughs> oh, the yeah, master of that. death. Okay. Uh, Fine. Maybe we'll crown okay. a, a series winner. Okay. I, I just, I think this book has got to go to Harry. I, I think, I, I just remembered how good the chapter was where he had his Barry transformation, and I think... That will put it over the top. I think I will very reluctantly agree with you as much as I want it to be Snape, Severus Snape, or Hermione. I won't give him he won the week. I'm giving that to Neville, but I'll give you this one. I'll give it to Harry for for the book. Okay, I'll accept that. We'll call it to draw. (laughs) We'll call it to draw. Um, there you go, you filthy animal. All right, so listen, we have some wrap-up to do here. Um, this is the end of a book series. Not quite the end of an era yet. Mm. As uh, we do have a couple more things planned in this Harry Potter world. But uh, we want you guys to stick around. 
Like, this has been such a fun, 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 fun journey, especially for me. Maybe Scott kind of hated <laughs> most of it, but... Um, I don't wanna. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we want you guys to stick around. We're going to be doing a couple of other things. I know we talked about the Wheel of Time, the Lord of the Rings, and we do have a special thing that we are working on that Scott has... So, you know what? Tell him you're so excited. Tell him. No, just tell no, him. no, no, no. Now I can't. Now, <laughs> now you're the asshole. It's off my chest and it's on you now. <laughs> your asshole's off your chest and on my the asshole neck. is off my chest. It's off my bosom. My bosom is off my bosom. <laughs> um, no, nah, we can't. We can't tell him now. We have to. Ah, have, we have right. to have a better build up for that. Yeah, yeah. This was the worst build up ever. Yeah. <laughs> Almost as bad as my, this is the last thing Scott remembers. No, that was good, actually. That was funny. Okay, all right. Um, anyway, look, long story short, we've got some cool shit that we're working on, and we are excited to go through another series oh. with you all. And we think, we hope, uh, that you will be very excited about it. So definitely stick around. Uh, in the short future, we have uh, a series recap, and we're going to be joining up with our dear friends Sam and Emily of Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. They're going to be coming over and hopefully talking some shit to Scott. Oh, dropping some knowledge, maybe talking some shit to me, I don't know. Um, we're just going to have a good old time and talk about the series as a whole. Uh, but we do want to take a second to open it up to you guys. Hell yeah. We are going to do a little a little something something with you guys hopefully uh you guys hit us up on twitter and on instagram at we don't want a pod or you can email us as well uh we don't want a pod at gmail.com uh feel free to ask us questions give us statements uh talk some shit maybe bring up your favorite moments your least favorite moments hot takes not so hot takes the look, worst jokes, worst running jokes yeah. we've had. Look, I mean, th- think about it like this. We're finishing this series, and we want to hear from you and be able to discuss on a show the things you send us. Whatever right. you think fits that bill, put it in a message, put it in an email, send it over to us, and we're going to go through it, and we're going to discuss that stuff. We've, we've taken the time on, on many episodes to you know read a comment or a question or feedback from you guys. And we love doing it, so we wanted to, as we're wrapping up here, we're going to just dedicate an entire episode to you guys and and your questions, your feedback, like Sex said, your comments. Uh, we'll take them all. We'll throw them all into one big episode. We'll talk through them. We'll have some fun with it. And yeah, let us know. Like, now that we're done free and clear, you know, let it rip with anything you've been holding back for spoilers or whatnot and... Just uh, give us give us all you got, and we'll have uh, an entire episode dedicated to that. And I think it'll be a real good time. I definitely think it's going to be a good time. We're going to leave you guys with this. We cannot thank you enough for hanging out with us as Scott has shit all over my favorite book series ever. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, we want you guys to share this experience with your friends and your family. If you have people that you think will enjoy the show, now that you've heard it all, well, or most of it, I should say, uh, a couple more episodes. you know, share it, 
the, 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 make it the gift that keeps on giving. That's the great thing about this is, you know, it's it's like uh, it, it, anybody can just pick this thing up, right? Uh, this is out there and available to hear, and we want we want you guys to share it. It really would mean the world to us. So uh, tell your fucking grandmas about it. Tell your best friends. Tell some asshole or a homeless person or something. I don't know. Tell people to listen to the show. Always smooth as butter, this Zach. Always. Always. Um, I think that's about about it scott i think we've kept them long enough i didn't give the forewarning like i gave last week that this would be a long one it's gonna be a long one (laughs) uh with that being said guys i hope you guys uh enjoyed the show and we will see you guys next actually the next episode will be with sam and emily right that's that's what we're doing next uh yeah sure the plan and also just a friendly heads up to you guys there will more than likely be a couple week delay on our next episode after you're hearing this uh we've got to make sure our schedules line up with sam and emily we've also got a little bit more preparation than usual for some uh kind of bonus or extra episodes uh than usual so just uh you know putting that out there you will likely not have a we don't want a harry potter next monday but uh hold your horses they're coming soon go listen to the to the wheel of time series and the lord of the Rings series in the meantime and we will see you in a couple weeks we think (laughs) (laughs) nailed it bye well done as always my friend yes sir